This episode is sponsored by Thrill Village Amusement Park. Located in Laconia, Thrill Village is the best amusement park for everyone. The park features the ultimate and most scary roller coaster, the Bullet. Are you brave enough to ride the Bullet? Survive the roller coaster and get a free pin. Thrill Village Amusement Park. Woo! <laughs> Welcome back to another exciting episode of Cineversal Nerds. I'm Brian. I'm Jesse. And back with us again yeah. is Alan. Say hello. Dope, dope. dope, dope. Yep. <laughs> and this is a special episode. We will be focusing on Stephen Edwin King and his adaptation. Stephen, Stephen King, also known as Richard Bachman, also known as Master of Suspense, all these other things. He's got a lot of names. He's got a son that writes too, Joe Hill. Oh, yeah. One of his movies is uh, featured on here as well because they co-wrote the book together. So we'll get oh. we'll get to that later. It's later in the list. So I just wanted to go through all of his adaptations uh, that I could find. And I want to give a special shout out to Angel that I work with because she suggested this episode of Stephen King stuff. So whatever happens, it is her fault. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't go well. <laughs> if it's not very fun or it's funny or anything, well. it's all Angel, this is your no, fault. No, that's not true. Don't listen to him. <laughs> I think also Alan suggested Stephen King at one point too. So Nope. No? Nope. Okay, Angel, it's all your fault. Nope. <laughs> He's like, I've listed... you've listed other things and we're just not listening to you (laughs) nice try not yet anyway uh, rom-com is coming yeah i uh i'm ready for that after sports ball episode yeah sports uh, sports movies will be next we'll be featuring a new uh guest star who we have talked about many a times on the episode and he feels he needs to defend himself now so he'll be on the episode because <laughs> um, it's funny because he actually asked you know when you said uh that you fell asleep for a little bit and yeah. you, you pulled a chris yeah and he texted me immediately after you he listened to you say yeah. that and goes pulled a chris is a thing now yeah. <laughs> i need to get on there and defend myself so he will be chris will be joining us on the next episode <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny. hilarious i'm so sorry i meant nothing by it no no he knows it. it's just funny and then he's like i swear that you have fallen asleep in movies before me and i was like yeah name him and he's like i can't think of any yeah. right now <laughs> but you, you did uh, it's always like the worst putting put on the spot you know? <laughs> so well, when you're like fighting with someone and they're like oh yeah well, give me an example and, and you're like he'll, well he'll, it, fuck, but yeah. it's true. You, you can go fuck yeah. <laughs> well, he'll be on, and I'm pretty sure he'll he'll be tearing me down the whole episode, which is fine. That's fine. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Yeah. So Stephen King. Now, usually, with if we focus on one person and his and his movies, I usually have a bunch of trivia. I don't. You know, people know the name. If you never read his books, fine. You never seen any movies, fine. But you know the name, so I don't. I didn't need to go into it. Uh, we'll get through some recently watched. I only had three that I watched oh, recently. Shit, I didn't even write these down. I... Well, I know one we watched immediately after our last episode. We watched Moonfall. Oh my god! Ooh, I do have a good one. Okay, okay yes, yes. Um, but Moonfall we watched, yes. and I am not mad that I bought the movie. I did like it. It's it's stupid, but it, it was very entertaining. It took the weirdest turn, and I was like, "What is happening?" But. So I give it an A for originality on that part, sorta. But yeah, um, yeah it was very strange. <laughs> I, I liked it until I watched the movie that I watched after that, and right. then I was like, 
that's it. This is the best know, movie I've ever seen. I, I know exactly which one you're talking about because how could you not think it's a good movie based on its title? I mean, you know from its title it's going to be amazing. And that was? Velocipaster. <laughs> Have you heard of it, Alan? Nope, watch it. Is it on Prime? It, it's on Tubi. It's right? on Prime too, actually. Um, yeah, don't watch it on Tubi because Prime it has no, no. no commercial. I'm watching it on Prime. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't do Hulu with it's exactly. Yeah, I'm not go yeah. Tubi it's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> Velocipaster. Oh I know, my I god! Like, like, it is literally <laughs> yes. the best worst movie I've ever fucking seen in my life. Does it top Sharknados? Yes. You know, I've only seen the first it Sharknado. It's so terrible. It's like you can tell that it's not done. Mm. It's like oh, it's done. They it's, just ran. It's out all of money. done in like one location. <laughs> well, I mean, not one location, but like, and there's like a sex scene, and it is the most awkward thing I've ever the seen. The pastor has sex. It's n- just spoilers, man. Okay. Well, I'm just yeah, but, but that, is, isn't that blasphemous? Is it? it oh, wait, is, it's a pastor. It's not a not a priest. yeah, but a pastor. Different, different rules. Who turns into a dinosaur? Okay. Well, it's different. Well, I only learned that from Cobra Kai, so. which. And even in the beginning, like, um, the the first five minutes is also the best. And, like, Sam and I literally were laughing the entire movie. It was just expect. so wonderful. Yes. But the first five minutes, like, there's a part, like, like this car blows up. And they couldn't afford the special effects, apparently, because it just says vfx or vfw or something car on fire it's like not so even it was intentional oh, that's pretty good like that's put good. in See, there that's intentional yeah. <laughs> intentional cheapness right there which i dig that i respect that oh my god and the costume is also just so terrible and I'm sure he didn't story. look like yeah. what the cover of the movie looked yeah. like. So they spent all their they spent all they spent they spent all their money on the cover of the movie, which yeah. probably doesn't look oh, like. No, that it looks nothing like that. That's why I told Sam, I go, "What the fuck is this shit?" Because that is not what's on the cover. <laughs> Text me in the group chat the name of it again like, okay. later, so yeah. that way I can. You can't. You can't not forget. Oh, yeah. And it's only like an hour. And of course it is. Ten minutes or something. Yeah. yeah, it's not long at Straight all. To the point. No. Yeah. Oh my god, it was amazing. Does what it did. What it's supposed to do. Yeah. Watch you be like, this is not better, and I'd be like, you're crazy because it's because it doesn't have terror. It, it doesn't have terror read in it. Yeah. <laughs> <Ugh>. No, <laughs> and it has one of the best lines too, but I can't say that on here. So yeah. you, I'm excited. You, you will sure? know. You say I'm a excited. lot of things on it's, here. Okay, it has to do with a pimp, and it just, it's just hilarious. You'll know exactly I'm what excited. I'm talking about. The pimp I'm line. Look out for the pimp line. Yeah, yeah he's like tomorrow. yelling at one of his hoes across the street. Uh, I just don't I, want to be super like I, yes I swear but like I don't really like to I say know, super vulgar funny. things you know so and it, it is kind of a really vulgar line but it is hilarious you, you, could, you, could, you could warn the listeners if any children are listening earmuffs yeah yeah I don't, I don't <laughs> even want to say it I don't want to say that out loud okay I'll tell you guys right. after but <laughs> all right uh, I also recently watched Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness I won't get into it because these guys haven't seen it but I enjoyed the hell out of it Sam Raimi is amazing love his stuff so. There's that. Alan? Just Moon Knight. He started Moon Knight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Four episodes I mean, in, you said? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is like you talked about before, like, I got Disney Plus, like, I'm paying for it. It's in yeah. a box. So might as well watch oh, some. Okay. I keep forgetting that I have it. So yeah, like, mine's like a good as well horizon, start watching so. some of the stuff. Yeah. I'm not watching Falcon and We watched I'm enough of that. Yeah, I, I, I showed him that. a little bit of that because I wanted to show him I'm the, the other cap, the John Walker. Because oh, I love him. But and I wanted because he's not an Anthony Mackie fan. Which when we get Is to 
Falcon. Okay. Just when we when we get to our Marvel episode, which listeners we will do an MCU episode. Mm-hmm. He has a lot to say about Falcon. <laughs> he is the best character in MCU. Yeah, he can eat a dick. <laughs> like, are you serious? Or are you kidding? Come on, you're kidding. Oh, yes. he? <laughs> I was like, no, I'm dead serious. No, I'm, no, I I'm know kidding. You're <laughs> Daggers. <laughs> I gotta go. Clearly, the best is Captain Marvel, but um. <laughs> No, uh, I did start. Uh, yeah, you Moon started. Because I like right. Oscar Isaac. Yeah, oh, and, I, like, and he knocks it out of the park in this episode. He's, he's a, so good. He's a cool. very good-looking man. He's he plays multiple personalities in this, and he does it so well. He like is. you can tell, like they look the same, obviously same person, but when they are acting, it's the like they're completely change, different, yeah. facial, different accents. Different. Yeah. Have you seen it? No. Oh, okay. No, I am in the the middle. Uh, I'm in Endgame. Hmm. So, because I re I watched them all in order, so oh. I'm at Endgame. But and you then still I think skipped Captain Marvel. I did. <laughs> so did well, Sam. it's because I wanted to make sure I was paying attention, and I just haven't had a chance to actually be like, I'm doing that. So, yeah. But it will get there. It's it's last on my list. So. I will just say this: his British. Oh, his British accent is fucking hilarious. He's so funny. They just gave us. I'm gonna say, like when you see. I know he he screws things up, and you feel so bad for him because he's like, "Come on, just trying to live life." Just trying to live life. But he does a good job, despite like like I was saying, I knew nothing about Moon Knight beforehand. Like I knew what he looks like, you know, or whatever. And and most people compare him to Batman, which he's really nothing like Batman. But for what it was, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only six episodes, but it's, so it's a quick watch. So. Okay, it is. It's like six, and I'm on like episode four. I think. Right, oh, you're okay. thinking how are they gonna well, wrap? How are they gonna three. wrap this up in two more episodes? You're yeah. thinking, but they do. Is Doesn't it like, really connect is it with a any of the limited other limited series. Or? Yeah, it's like WandaVision oh, or like Falcon. Oh. You know, they but they're gonna, but they're gonna bring him into like there's talks of a season. Yeah. there's like talks of a season two, but it's nothing in the air yet. So who knows? Because we got. Miss Marvel is next, and then She-Hulk, and then uh, something else. So there's that. So now we can jump right into Stephen King. Yes. So I just listed them all chronologically. I included all the miniseries and remakes or whatever. So first up, 1976, Carrie. Okay, let's Directed by Brian De Palma. Uh, this is actually my favorite Carrie. The original? Yes. Well, it should be. Mm-hmm. Sissy Spacek? Yeah. yeah. And Piper Laurie as this crazy religious evil mom. Like, she was so good yeah. in it. She made you hate her. She didn't hear me. And John Travolta? I didn't hear you. What did what you did say? What did you say? Huh? What did you say? I was like, I like the Chloe Grace one. <gasps> oh, oh, he's, oh, he's lying. Because, <laughs> yes, they tried to do Carrie again. <laughs> Carrie had a musical. You uh, so surprisingly they made a musical about carrie around this time it didn't last long for obvious reasons in the 70s yeah in 1999 we had a sequel the rage carrie 2 which is pretty terrible uh they had a remake made for tv carrie movie in 2002 with angela bettis yeah that actually wasn't terrible either and then we had alan's favorite from 2013 with chloe chloe grace moretz carrie I oh, haven't Carrie, seen yeah. that Carrie, so I can't say anything. But I know Jesse's feelings towards uh, that actress in that movie. But Same. Alan was, was surprised that you liked it. If you don't like Chloe Moretz, Grace, whatever the hell her name is, yeah. you will not like this. Movie. And I, I like her as Hit Girl. You know what I mean? Like, because if you yeah. if it's an actor you don't like, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like gonna like the movie that there is. It's kind of like Tom Cruise. A yeah. lot of people hate Honestly, Tom Cruise and they don't like, want to watch Tom Cruise movies. Yeah, which I mean, I'll watch movies she's in. I mean, I tried Tom and Jerry out. You know? Kick ass. She's great in that. And yeah, I I love her as Hit Girl, but let, let me in. She was great in that one. Oh, okay, that's cool. Brian, right. I'll just be in the car. Anyways, so Carrie, Carrie started it all. It did very well. We saw a young. She's great in we, uh, the pacifier. We Jeez. we saw a young John Travolta in this Carrie movie, which you remember, right? John Travolta. <laughs> yeah, this movie was hysterical. The gym teacher, she was just slapping the shit out of everybody like pep slaps. Oh she was yeah. Yeah. And everything. I was like. I text like, my mom. I was like, "Mom, did this really happen when you was in yeah. high school?" Was high like, school was different in the seventies. So. <laughs> but I was like, "It's in this they movie." Were, they were so mean <laughs> to Carrie. Is just slapping the shit out of these females. So students, you know, man. I in the end, Carrie's not a villain. She just had enough of the bullying. That's something you're going to notice in a lot of these Stephen King adaptations. Like, 80% of the Stephen King adaptations have two things. One, it takes place in a fictional town in Maine. And two, bullies. All over his stuff. So that was Carrie. Uh, Three years later, 1979, Salem's Lot, which was made for TV, directed by Toby Hooper, and starred David Soule, who people in the 70s would remember him as Hutch from Starsky and Hutch, the show. Oh, never saw it. This was a miniseries, uh, two episodes, three hours and 20 minutes is yeah. how, how long it was. Three hours. That's how long Salem's Lot is? Yeah, the original yeah, movie. There's a reason. That's, a re- that's why I didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. Well, the, new one with, the newer one with Rob Lowe was about that long, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I like Rob Lowe. So it was it was followed it was followed by Return <laughs> to, to the Salem. Slow burn. Yeah, then the newer one it's not even scary. The <laughs> older one's a little. The older one's scarier than the newer one. Okay, I mean uh, I'll watch it eventually, but it was followed with a sequel in 1987, Return to Salem's Lot. Watchable, but you know why did they do it? Then the miniseries that we were just talking about in 2004 with Rob Lowe. Oh, sorry, it's three hours. Not 20. Okay, but still, 20. So, so, I'm surprised they haven't like remade that. They are. There is a remake oh, coming. It's okay. it's on IMDb. It's uh, you know they say 2022, which doesn't. It's not going to be that, no, but it is yeah. in the works Otherwise that they are remaking it. it so, and they might cut down the time. People don't like to sit in the theater for long long movies. I do. I feel like <laughs> long movies are just a thing now. I feel like that that's like a norm. Like if it's shorter than two hours, people are like that one. That's why Doctor Strange was refreshing because we just got a uh, No Way Home was the last one, and that was like two and a half or two hours and forty some minutes. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange is with credits two hours and one minute. So oh, wow, it's a short, it's a quick paced, gets mm-hmm. from A to B super fast. So yeah, I'm cool with that. that was a treat. Yeah. I wrote this down for Sam's Lot, and the opening credits, I thought about you, because <laughs> a guy named Ed Flanders, and I thought of you in The Simpsons, Ned yeah. Flanders. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably the inspiration for Ned. <laughs> Nothing oh, at all. Oh, and uh, Holly Gennaro's in this thing, too. Yes, Bonnie Bedelia. Before, she's, before Die Hard. She's, she's in another yeah, one. Yeah, she is. I she's, in a few, she's in a few, yeah. Okay. Yeah. McLean's wife, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because okay. <laughs> I was like, anytime I see her name, Bonnie Bedelia, I'm like, why do I yeah. know that name? Oh, of course, mm-hmm. Mrs. McLean. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Mrs. McLean in this movie too. Or what's that? Fred Willard, young Fred Willard. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh. Before he be, because uh, he died. Yeah. It made me sad. Oh, and that makes me reminds me that we just lost another great actor, mm-hmm. Fred Ward. I love that guy. He was the. The second in command in Tremors with Kevin Bacon. And then he was the star of Tremors 2. Yeah. And then he was Joe Dirt's dad. He was. uh, Yeah, he was Reba's husband, that guy? No, that's Michael Gross. 
Oh. Who's in all of them? You gross. <laughs> yeah, that was the dad from Family Ties. But no, Fred Ward. If you look him up, you're like, oh, that guy, because he was in Road Trip. He was the weird, skinny kid's dad that was a police oh, chief. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. He's great, but he just passed away. He was 79. Oh. Anyways, back yeah, really to something weird. more delightful: <laughs> Stephen King movies. So 1980, we got The Shining. Directed by Stanley Kubrick, which is notoriously famous for King hating this adaptation because it was different from his book. Still a great movie. It is. Um, I tried reading the book. It's a slow film, for sure. I couldn't. It's not something that I can watch all the time, but I do respect it as a classic. Jack Nicholson, Shelley Duvall. I said it right. I said her name right, (gasps) Shelley Duvall. I'm so proud of you. It was followed by a Shining (laughs) miniseries in 1997 with Steven Weber that was four hours and 33 minutes. See, I've been wanting to watch this. That one, according to King, is exactly like his book. I haven't seen it in a really, really long time, and I've been wanting to rewatch it, but... I, if you can find it. Exactly. And then in so. 2019, we had the sequel, uh, Dr. Sleep, directed by Mike, Mike Flanagan, which I liked. I did, too. I saw it in theaters. Yeah. I thought it was really good. Have you seen the director's cut? Not yet. I haven't. Yeah, it, it, the it's on the HBO, cut. the director's cut. Well, I have cut. that, too, but yeah. I just, because it's longer, so I'm just like, yeah. I think, <laughs> it's longer. See, I think I started the regular version, and then I got done, and then I saw the director's cut on HBO, and I was like, son of a bitch yeah because of course i was one of those people how can you and make I'm a like, sequel to the shining and i'm like i'm and... not gonna rewatch the whole damn movie just to find what's missing <laughs> so wait a couple so months and then you yeah can revisit it. I mean, wait, that was, wait till halloween this year that was last it. year because you know we hadn't moved yet yeah. so but was i was almost a year ago. i was pleasantly surprised even though i knew it was going to be great because ewan mcgregor's great so yeah he he helped make that movie and awesome. the villain is great oh, the girl too. from yeah. uh greatest showman mesh and mom and dune mm-hmm Yes. Mama Dune. Mama Dune, yeah. <laughs> so Shining, we all like Shining. Not right? Mama June. Mama Dune. You Dune. think it's overrated? I just, I think it was okay. What? The Shining. The Shining. The Shining. Like, I, I like Jack Nicholson's portrayal. I didn't like the... And that became know, his character in every you don't movie. Like female. I don't it just... Just being honest. Like, oh, Shelly Duvall was yeah. annoying as hell. Oh, so was, she's terrible. So was Danny. Yeah, she's the was, worst actress. She took me the little kid was... she was on, yeah. on screen, I was like, I was completely just like... It's all, it's all and about, and, and the other guy was even kind of creepy. The the shining guy who taught him how to shine. Scatman? Yeah, he was kind of creepy Carruthers? a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was okay. Like, yeah, I yeah it. it had some cool cinematography. Yeah. I like the 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 look of the hotel. You see that the... mistake where the helicopter? Sh- you can see the helicopter shadow. I haven't seen this in a long in time, so <laughs> I own the movie, but it's like I said, it's not one of those I can watch all the time. It's no, like, it's I like can't the original watch all the time Exorcist. Too, but every, that one's hard to watch too. But I'll always remember every it as being, you know five years or so. I could watch it. Yes. Yeah. Maybe I'll have a Shining Day. If I find that Shining miniseries, I'll just have a day of all Shining stuff. I have, like, an old copy, you know, where it's, like, when it first came out on DVD and it had those, like, really, like, flimsy covers and it had this, like, the plastic thing that just lifted up, you know? Oh, yeah. Like... That was a, that's a Warner Brothers thing. <laughs> Only Warner Brothers oh, okay. did that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have, yeah, that copy. <laughs> Really All terrible. right. So two years later, we got Creep Show, which is an anthology we have talked about before. And one of the stories in Creep Show, which is based on a short story called Weeds that Stephen King wrote, and Stephen King stars in that story. And you can see why, because of that story, he resorted to just cameos for the rest of his <laughs> adaptations. Yeah. No good. Wow. <laughs> that's, a, that's a seaweed one, right? No, that will. Yeah. The beach one. Oh, the raft? No, that's, oh, no, that's, that's not what I'm thinking. That's of. the second okay. one. The second oh, creep okay. show. The that's first the one, one it's of. weeds where he's like a yoke like a 
a farmer? Yeah, he's the farmer oh, okay. that yeah, finds yeah, yeah. the meteor. Yes, he's like, he's yes. going to be rich. Oh, yeah. And it gr- overgrows and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's Stephen King. Yeah, that's right. So that's his story. And then the rest of the movie, you get to enjoy Ted Danson and Leslie Nielsen, which is fun. Uh, it was followed by Creepshow 2 in 87, which the raft story was based on one of his stories, where all those teenagers are on the raft and there's something floating in the water that's trying to get them. Yeah, okay. That's not Pretty what I was creepy. thinking of. I think I was thinking the Leslie Nielsen one, isn't there? Where yeah, he's like buried, he's buried, in, buried the... in the sand. Yeah, in that's the tide. what I was thinking Something of. to tide you over is yes, the name of the story. Yes, okay, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> and then in 2019, we had the Creepshow series on Shudder, which I haven't watched yet, but two of the episodes that I looked up are based on Stephen King's stories. So... Yeah, I started it. Um, it's still going. I think there's a new season yeah, on there, too. I, I couldn't get into it like I thought I could, but I did try. Okay. Well, it's good that you tried. Yeah. That's, trying is important. Yeah. It's all about effort. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. One year do later, a, we got... Do I get a cookie? One year later, we got <laughs> Cujo. Yeah. 1983 oh my God. Cujo. This movie the, the freaked me out uh, the first time I ever watched it, because I, I was way too young to watch this oh, movie. Yeah. If but, anybody like, asks... My friend's brother was babysitting us, and he's like, let's watch Gujo. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Did you say it just like that? <laughs> let's watch knowing, knowing him, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it was uh, a St. Bernard, if nobody remembers the, what kind of dog it was, which they actually used real St. Bernards, yeah. like five of them, in, and also including a horrible looking man in a St. Bernard suit <laughs> for and, a couple and of St. Bernards are like already like really drooly and mm. gross. Yeah. I think St. Bernards but, are kind but, of But disgusting. they could be nice. Beethoven. The Beethoven yeah, movies oh was a St. Bernard. Yeah. It was the same dog. No, I'm just kidding. I it wasn't. How dare you? <laughs> love the first two Beethovens. I yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I almost like but, the second okay. one better, but. So Cujo uh, is a St. Yes, Bernard with rabies yeah. <laughs> that runs amok. We get Dee Wallace Stone, who's great, met her in real life. Very, very nice lady. Was the mom in Critters mm-hmm. and the mom in like every other movie in the 80s. And Danny Pintaro, who's from the show Who's the Boss? <laughs> and uh, uh, Was he the kid? Yeah. Brother? Oh, yep. Okay. And we get uh, the director is Louis Teague. And I looked it up and... He made a made-for-TV movie of the Justice League of America. So you should look that up, Alan. <laughs> it sounds like I don't want to. <laughs> By the way, you just said that. It sounds like sure. I don't want to. So 1983 was a big year for King adaptations because also this year we got the that year we got the Dead Zone, uh, which is directed by David Cronenberg. The movie? Love that guy. Yeah, the Dead. Yep. Oh, with Walken. The movie with Christopher Walken. I don't think I ever um, saw that. Or wasn't there a show? They, a show the Simpsons yeah. made yeah, I don't think the I Simpsons made either. fun of it on yeah. a Halloween episode. The Ned Zone. It's when they yeah. can when he touches you, he can see violence. How, he, how you die? Yeah, or and something all that stuff. Like that. So, and Christopher Walken is our lead with Tom Skerritt as well. And I thought it was interesting. Herbert Lom is in it. Most uh, old horror fans would know him as one of the Phantom of the Operas and one of the old old versions. Yeah, of I wouldn't know anything about that. This was followed by a series that they made in 2002 with Anthony Michael Hall. Also mm-hmm. called the Dead Zone, which I didn't watch. I didn't either, but it was it went on for like four or five yeah, seasons. It was it was popular. Two thousand seven yeah. is when it when it I remember it, it but it was just one that I just never watched. Yeah. I think it was on like USA. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, it was a something weird like or TNT yeah. or something. It was yeah. like some weird network. <laughs> yeah. That's still a thing. That's still a network. USA? Yeah. I don't think yeah. so. I haven't had is it? One a long I time, think so. Like, I don't know. Oh, is it characters welcome? Is that their Maybe. their that was their slogan for a while? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, still in 1983, a personal favorite which you just watched, Christine. Oh my gosh! Well, Emily was great. This yeah. movie is John, delightful. Hey, John Carpenter yeah. directed it. <laughs> That car is amazing. I love that car. Dope car. Yeah. 
the, uh, good soundtrack. I first watched this like a few years ago because I've never seen it before, and it was one I've always wanted to watch because you know people reference it yeah. so much, and, and it's good. So I finally watched it, and I was like, oh my god, that was, a, that was so for good. having such a silly premise <laughs> about an evil yeah. car. Like I it's read great. The premise on Netflix, I was like. <laughs> Fuck, really? Do I gotta but watch it's this John movie? Carpenter. Yeah. Trust, <laughs> trust in Carpenter. And then I really ended up enjoying Keith it. Gordon yeah. was great and as our lead. The bizarro John Travolta in the movie. <laughs> Him and his fucking switchblade. Uh, John yeah. Stockwell is in it as uh, our that- lead's friend and he's a director he directed like, teristas something else and <laughs> he one? like plays a really john stockwell is just his buddy he the nerd one he's the nice one the nice guy that's his buddy he's like his best friend the one with the glasses or without without oh okay and it also has alexandra paul before her baywatch days <laughs> i knew i knew her face <laughs> but yes christine is is great if you have if anybody out there hasn't seen it highly recommend it's it it's netflix, it's right? on netflix it's a good it's a car movies. from hell movie but it's it's done really well it was dope. you like john carpenter you like his movies mm-hmm. that's one of his best ones yeah. what you looking up there um i was looking up this isn't what i was thinking of Okay. I, I was thinking of a different guy, so just kidding. Okay, just kidding. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to look it up to make sure, but all right. I think I'm so, thinking of a different movie. 1984. We got one that Jesse watched not too long ago, and that is Children of the Corn. Uh, we got Linda Hamilton in there. You did. You told me you watched it, and it was cheesy. I did not recently. No, like not too long ago. I said. Because you mentioned it on a, the, one of the last episodes. I don't remember saying I watched that recently. Mm. I've said I think I've seen I've seen it. Mm. I thought you did. No. Okay, my bad. Anyway, Children of the Corn, nineteen eighty four. Alan watched it recently. Creepy, mm. creepy little kids. <laughs> uh, you know, these kids they don't believe that anyone over eighteen should be alive in this town. Yeah. So. What's the main guy? What's his name? Isaac. Isaac. Isaac's the He's main the main kid uh, played by John Fuck. Franklin. And then we have Malachi. <laughs> Malachi. Played by Cor- Courtney the- Gaines, who's in a ton of movies. Yeah, that's he's in the guy the I'm Burbs. thinking of. He's the one with yeah. the long hair. The, yeah, the red he hair. The, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's in so much. That, you know? Nope, he's in, Isaac. He's, that I'm he's in Can't Buy Me Love with yeah. Patrick Dempsey as his buddy. <laughs> no, Isaac is creepy, and this is the reason why I was afraid of cornfields as a kid. Oh, yeah. I've always been skeptical. Except I've always been skeptical always. too. My cousin Jeepers and I... Creepers cemented it, and then you know because yeah. Children of the Corn started, and then Jeepers Creepers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yep, still yeah. scary. Yeah. Signs, yep, still scary. Want to go into a corn maze? Get fucked. Nope. No. <laughs> Hell See, no. I'm bringing a gun. <laughs> my cousin <laughs> that I shoot weddings with, um, she would always have parties at my parents' house because I don't know. My parents' house was just always the party house, and. Yeah. Hey. So her as a teenager as would bring all her friends over and, and I was go probably hang out in the like, cornfield. <laughs> I was probably about ten years old and yeah, we would always watch Children of the Corn or one of the sequels. Bad things and... bad things happen in cornfields <laughs> in all movies. <laughs> Freddy versus Jason had a cornfield scene. Bad things happened at that scene. Yeah. <laughs> a kid in Superman three, he almost died in Corn hayfield type scenario. Yeah, corn Corn freaks me out. I I don't like to go in cornfields. I don't like corn mazes. I I do like eating corn. 
on the cob. I, I, that's oh, different. Pretty good. But I, I don't want to go through actual food. corn. Because you it, can't see over it, so it feels so... Yeah, you can't see through it. Like, you it's just... It'd be it even worse at night. Something could be yeah. coming like this to your yeah. side, and yeah. you wouldn't know it until... No. And you, can, and you just hear it. You just yeah. hear it rustling. When, yeah. Yeah. And we, when we were mm-hmm. looking for houses, we looked at a house that was right on a cornfield. And I told Josh, I, and you know, it, it, he was like, oh, I like the property. I go, I don't like that fucking cornfield. <laughs> you go, girl. Yeah, yeah, I was like, Good I don't decision. think I could Good live. Decision. Yep. I and it was like maybe 20 feet from the house, you know, like it. I wouldn't. I was like, I just th- no keep thinking of something here, stepping right? out, staring at you, and then stepping back in. And then you'd be like, where the fuck did that go? Yeah. I no, I was nah. I don't like it. So, Children of the Corn was actually had out of all these Stephen King movies had the most sequels. So we had Children of the Corn, and they have, they have great titles, titles that would be <laughs> totally Children of the Corn movies. So, and all of them were straight to video. Children of the Corn Two: The Final Sacrifice in 1993. Yeah, but was it the final sacrifice? No, because then no. we got Children of the Corn Three: <laughs> Urban Harvest Uh-oh. because they took the movie out of the country and brought it to a city oh. an inner city oh and yeah, just this, this apartment complex just oh. happens to have a cornfield in its parking lot so <laughs> that's fun so then we had what? and that was in 95 <laughs> it, one year later city we had corn. children of the corn for <laughs> the gathering uh in 1998 there was children of the corn five fields of terror which was Eva Mendes's first movie. Oh, I want to watch that one. <laughs> in, I just want to have a Children of the Corn marathon. Oh, now. In ninety nine, in nineteen ninety nine, Isaac returns. <laughs> original actor John Franklin as Isaac oh. returns in Children of the Corn six six six. Isaac's return. No. In two thousand one, there was Children of the Corn Revelation. Six six seven. Neighbor up to the corn. You know, neighbor of the corn. You know, neighbor of the beast. You've never heard that. I've heard number of six, the beast. Six six seven. Number of the beast. Yeah, six six six. Number of the beast. Six six seven. Neighbor of the beast. Oh, you never heard okay. that? No, no I didn't. Okay, never mind. Corny jokes. Sorry. Mm-hmm. In two thousand nine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we just had VHS. So Revelation <laughs> came out in two thousand one, and then it took eight years to two thousand nine to do the first Children of the Corn remake, uh, which was straight to video that I haven't seen, which is just called Children of the Corn. Oh. I didn't even know they remade it. That's interesting. And like the Hellraiser movies, the studio had to retain the rights by pumping out crap versions to keep the rights. So in 2011, we got Children of the Corn Genesis. Oh. And in 2018, we got Children of the Corn Runaway. And also... they all Runaways? Just two years ago was another Children of the Corn remake. (laughs) So... How many is that? that? Seven? In 2020? Yep. Two, three, four, five... Nineteen? Six, seven, eight... Ten. Ten sequels. Oh my gosh. If you count the remakes. So that is more than Fast and the Furious. Is it? Sorry, Vin Diesel. Children of the Corn has a bigger family than you. Well, for now, because... That's true. But ten is coming. Is it more or less than the Jason or Michael Myers one? No, Jason has 12 movies if you include the remake. So just shy of 13 movies. Come on. Jason and oh, Freddie has uh, I know and, and it was just Friday the 13th Freddie has eight if you include the remake so I noticed that driving to work yeah I mean <laughs> it's my mom's birthday two, I was like, just, mm, <laughs> yeah. that's big I don't pay yeah. but also with the 12 movies with Jason I also include Freddie versus Jason so technically if you don't include Freddie versus Jason there's only 11 
okay. I would count that. I would count it. Yeah. 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 It's like his name's in the title. Yeah. yeah. Which I love and he's a big But you would part have to count it. it as a nightmare movie too. So. Oh. All right, we're still in 1984. Firestarter. Hey. With little Drew Barrymore. Oh, little Drew. Drew. Yeah, I know. David <laughs> Keith. She's and so cute. Patton himself, George C. Scott. This David is from. Keith. Was that the dad? Yep. Uh, this is from director Mark Lester, who gave us the Schwarzenegger classic Commando. Mm. And now they got that Zach Efron yes. remake. Yep, they did uh, just release the remake of Firestarter. It's on Peacock. This year. I have not watched it. It's also it. in theaters as well. Okay. Uh, it was it's also on followed, Peacock Plus, which I don't have. So. We also had a sort of sequel reboot <laughs> made for TV movie called Firestarter Rekindled in 2002, and that oh. one starred Marguerite Moreau, who was yeah. the girl from uh, Mighty Ducks. She was like the only girl on the team. Oh, uh, oh. at the time, the first movie because they <laughs> yeah. added. For okay. The next one. Okay. I've uh, never seen Michael that. McDowell's also in that. And then they had a. So then we have this Firestarter remake. So that's it for that one. And it's not getting great reviews, I hear, for this new Firestarter. Oh. Yeah. It didn't look that. And the girl looked very terrible, like a terrible actress. Like a, just a Don't very know until cheesy. we watch it. I know. So. It just looked kind of cheesy. I do but, love Zac Efron, though. So, so Drew Barrymore. That was Drew, a good one. Yeah, that was good. I like that movie. Drew Barrymore. She, she was so talented. Yeah, she was. Because she I mean, got, she still is. She got to be. Dad, like, she got to be alone. in another Stephen King adaptation a year later. Cat's Eye. Oh, Cat's. See, I don't think I've ever seen this. Yeah, I didn't see that one. Yeah. Directed by the guy who did Cujo that we just talked see, about. See, I thought there was a short that had to do with a cat. So it is an anthology movie. So a little short Cat's stories. Eyes. Yep. And, okay. And the I think cat that's... is what connects all of them. Uh, okay. Then I have that's seen this. That's what it is. Okay. We that's... also we also get James Woods in the movie. And it's Ro- like a big mansion. Yeah. Like okay, and I have seen this. Robert Hayes is also in it. He was the dad from the Homeward Bound Incredible Journey movies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, it is based on short stories. The short the short stories Quitters Incorporated and The Ledge, which were written by King. So there's that. Um, I haven't seen it in years, so it's been... It's been a really long time, yeah. but I, I, I do remember now that you said anthology, because that's what I was thinking of, but I was thinking movie, movie. We need more anthologies. I've said this before. I but, like anthologies. I mean, Stephen King has a, a couple of short story books. Yeah, I know, and then they're turned into full-length movies, which I'll get to in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, 1985 still is... I like this one a lot, and that's Silver Bullet, which is adapted from the story Cycle of the Werewolf. Great movie. Silver yes. Bullet's a much better title. <laughs> That's a great title. Corey Haim is great. Gary Busey, before he went insane, is great in it as well. Um, it's definitely one in my top five favorite mm-hmm. werewolf movies. Creepy. You There's didn't some... see this one? I didn't get a chance. There's oh, okay. some creepy stuff. There's some creepy stuff. It's a good watch. Save it for Halloween this year. It's, a, it's a good watch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like I said, top five definite favorite yeah, werewolf movies. Yeah, I saw this movies. probably when I was that young. Oh, God. It gave me nightmares yeah. for a long time. Just that scene of the guy who's like the father of the kid that gets killed by the werewolf and he like barges into for the bar time. and he's and he's got pictures. He's like, oh, yeah. that thing <laughs> tore my son to pieces. Yeah. That's so heartbreaking. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Silver Bullet, one year later, Stand By Me, 1986, uh, adapted from the short story, The Body. 
which yeah, is in see, the different I seasons. Yeah, see, I forgot that this was a Stephen King movie. movie. Directed by Rob Reiner. It's very yeah. popular. And oh, and it's got cute little uh, young, um, what's his name? River. Jerry McConnell. Oh, yep, okay. Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. Little, 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 Jerry, little chubby <laughs> Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> River Phoenix. Went skinny and got in shape. Yep. <laughs> and, and married Rebecca Romaine <laughs> at one point. Good for him, you know. Hey, good for We had River Phoenix, who was amazing as a kid actor. Corey Feldman, who you could tell would grow up to be a little shit, but he was great in it. I do like Corey Feldman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Me and, too. and Will Wheaton as our lead, uh, Will and he was Will, he- Will Wheaton. Yep. Cool. Cool. Uh, yep. And you know, there's also. Except Keith- I can't. I can't pronounce it that way. I can't do the whip. Whip. Uh, we also get Kiefer Sutherland. What? What? I can't. Kiefer Sutherland as a bully. <laughs> and John Cusack has a bit part in it as well, but it's a great movie about friendship. It was um, good, you know, sticking together, yeah, it's a adventure, uh, good soundtrack. If you like fifties and sixties music, it's great. It was cool. Um, it was a good watch. Mm-hmm. It's definitely one of my favorite King adaptations. I've read the short story too, and it's you know it's basically the same. It's just longer. Yeah, <laughs> they they got that short story. It's quick. It was oh. They're swimming that dirty ass little water leeches. Yeah. I was like, man, don't get y'all ass up out of there. He, he had a leech on his balls too. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, I don't do it. That's not me. I'm the guy not getting in the water. <laughs> That's just me. I'm. Just, nah, well, they didn't know how deep it was, so they just decided to walk and they just fell. But now in. look at them. <laughs> they should have threw a rock in there to see how deep it was. <laughs> this was also one that I have never seen until a few years ago. And you love Stand it? By me. Did you love it? Yeah, and I actually yeah. really liked it. Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. it was really good. Mm-hmm. I just it's just it's, one that I've never. The, you know, it's not a horror. Over. It's not a Isn't horror. Richard it's Richard Dreyfuss. Yeah. yeah. So like it's not it a horror. Stephen King. Mm-hmm. So many people at the time were kind of weirded out. Yeah, you that's know, not I didn't seeing the story. Think it was. But it has Stephen King all over it. With the bullies it takes place in Maine, like I said in the beginning. So <laughs> yeah, that is uh, true. And the brotherhood and friendship, and you see that a lot in his movies. Yeah, Dreamcatcher. Like they all have these like friends that hang out with each other. So yeah. That's what it was like for him. I just wondered if Stephen King got bullied at some point. He did, probably. Oh, That's I'm why sure. it's all over. I'm just curious. <laughs> so, also in 1986, which we've touched upon on So Bad It's Great, is Maximum Overdrive, which is adapted from the short story Trucks. Did not watch it. Directed by Stephen King himself. You talked yeah. about it on. Yeah, I didn't I watch like, it either. I had a guy. It's directed by Stephen King himself. The only adaptation it was on he ever Tubi directed. Or something, but I don't think I watched it. And Emilio Estevez <laughs> in it is in it, and Lisa Simpson. So that's all we got to know. We are <laughs> yeah. moving on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 1987, <laughs> The Running Man with Schwarzenegger. See, I didn't know this. Was Jesse Stephen Ventura King. and right. Richard Dawson. And I want to see this movie, but again, I couldn't. I was explaining what it was to Alan. It's like. Hunger Games or The Gamer yeah. or The Condemned where they take criminals put them on a show that could kill them to win their freedom. Yeah, and I want to watch it so bad. It just sounds great. Weird thing that I looked up that I had no idea. So we remember our, first, our second movie on the list was Salem's Lot starring Hutch mm-hmm. from Starsky and Hutch. Well, this movie is directed by Paul Michael Glazer. Starsky from yeah. Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> so, Would you look at that? It's pretty fun. <laughs> uh, we get another movie with Schwarzenegger and Jesse the Body Ventura together. So, Prime so it's Predator and oh, we okay. get this. Yeah, Running Man is great. Check it out. 1989. This one Alan just recently watched for the first time and that is Pet Cemetery. Oh. You watch this for the first time? Yeah. yeah. He's seen the remake first. Growing up, my household was VHS tapes, and it was mostly rom-com. Closer to my classics. What's his name? Gage. He's 
for yeah, but once creepy. you know it's the kid from Kindergarten Cop, boys no, have a penis, girls mm-mm, have a penis. Even that, he is he's creepy. creepy. No, he's creepier in Wes Craven's New Nightmare than he is in Pet Cemetery. I think he's still creepy. And that, the foreshadowing of, like, his no ankles. <laughs> no fair. And then, no and then he, like, slices his ankle. I, I, I don't I, know why I that always Judd. got to me. Was, I, I played with Judd, and then I played cool. with Mommy, and yeah. now I want to play with you. Yeah, he's creepy. Stop. <laughs> with you. Kids creep me out, man. Even now. Like, kids say the weirdest Best stuff. Best performance yeah. in this movie goes to Fred Gwynn, Herman Munster, as Judd. Yeah. He was, was amazing. Yeah. No, no, that was Ron Perlman. Yeah, okay. Him. Ron Perlman's doppelganger. Shout out to him. No, Leslie Nielsen. Uh, <laughs> great soundtrack. Uh, the Ramones are on the soundtrack, which is great. And their hit song, Pet Cemetery," which is a great song. We did get a sequel in 92, Pet Cemetery 2, which is on my guilty pleasure list. I love that movie. I like it more than yeah, the first Pet Cemetery. It's messed up, though. It's so terrible, it's but it's dog. so great. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then we and, got... Oh. What's his face? Ed- Edward Furlong. Yes. Yeah, he's overacting a little and bit his in that one. Stepdad. And- oh, that was his friend's stepdad, Clancy Brown. Yeah, he was great. He's honestly the best character in that movie. I thought it was his stepdad. No, his dad is Anthony. Um, oh. Is a um, goose from Top Gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you're right. Brain fart on his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got the remake in 2019, which changed some liberties of the story. Um, I wasn't impressed. There it is. <laughs> That'll be on the t-shirt coming Mediocre. soon. Mediocre. Uh, I was. I thought it was well made. Yeah. Like the the cinematography was good. The mm-hmm. like it was well directed. I mean that little girl was. The little girl was good. And... I was disappointed in the sister Zelda. I thought she was creepier in the original. Oh yeah. Um, she did okay in this new one, but it's not. You know, it's newer times. I get it. It's fine. She gave uh, you they nightmares. Did, you they, didn't even say that. They did change things. Did yes. you admit to people Zelda gave you nightmares? Yeah. <laughs> We're skipping that. It's all good. Rachel! Brian's <laughs> like, I just pissed myself. I gotta I did. go. <laughs> uh, so the 2019, I, I did enjoy John Lithgow as Judd. The only thing I just couldn't get behind was our lead. Uh, that guy, I have never liked in anything. He always has the same face. Yeah. Yeah. A punchable face. Mm. I'm just kidding. No, no, no disrespect to him, but I just—it doesn't. He, he's not very expressive. Yeah, he's just not a very good lead. I did not give a crap what happened to him. He was John Connor, right? He was John Connor. He was also like he's always miscasted as the lead. He should be a side character. They should have let the wife be the lead with her story because she was more compelling. Mm-hmm. And. He was also the lead in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which yeah. is like you should have let Gary Oldman be the lead, not you, Jason Clark. That's his name. Okay. He just—he was in that. Was it called Everest? Yeah, he was in that. Yeah. He was in that Devil All the Time with, with Tom Holland as well. Oh. He's got he's a just, lot of credits, but yeah, he's yeah. just not a good but he, lead. He's always just. He's just there. Got that face. <laughs> yeah, he just has <laughs> yeah, that face. Like yeah, at least the dad in the original Pet Cemetery was was likable. I yeah. thought he did a good job. He had some good facial expressions and right. Yeah. Well, like I saw the remake first mm-hmm. oh, before okay. the original, mm-hmm. and that's just my whole backstory. Yeah. So we grew up I with like Pet Cemetery original. The original. No. I was just like, oh, that's cool. No, I like the dad. It's kind of like, cheesy. Oh, he played Elvis. It's yeah. kind of cheesy <laughs> now. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, he did. He one did, time. and I was like, yeah. So it, it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. Shout out to Ron Perlman. He's been yeah, see, I years. grew up with the originals. So. Yeah, same. 
Yeah. I think maybe but that's I think why I have a nostalgic. <laughs> but I also have this thing, and we've talked about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, older classic movies, and I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> where it was where they're considered like classics. Yeah. And I watch them like. I've never seen it. Overrated. It's cool, but like. You have to grow up with it. It's, it's a yeah, nostalgia exactly. thing. Yeah, like, I'm it's, like, yeah. Mm. For I'm like sure. you, I'm just like mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. I get no, it. I respect I'm not, and I'm not, no, no judgment on that, buddy. No judgment on that. This yeah. is why I'm here to show you some of these movies that I grew up on. If you don't like them, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll just make fun of you when you he leave. He says whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 1990, we got Tales from the Dark Side, the movie, which was another anthology. And one of the stories is adapted from Stephen King, which is The Cat from Hell. Uh, that's a crazy story. Um, I don't want to talk much about it. So you this, just have to watch it. This is the one I was getting confused with something else. Remember, and you were like, oh, that's Tales of the Dark Side. Mm-hmm. A lot of these kind of seem the same. Tales from the Crypt, Tales gargoyle from the Dark Side. Yep, the, the Gargoyle. Yeah. Yep, and uh, so the Cat from Hell is second story. It's it's the our Crypt Keeper or our person who tells the story is little Matthew Lawrence who's stuck in a in a cage in Deborah Harry of Blondie's house because she wants to cook him <laughs> for dinner because she's yeah. a cannibal and he like distracts her by telling these dark side stories. Yeah. And one of them's the Cat from Hell. So. All right, we're still in 1990. This is another one that Alan just recently watched, and that's Graveyard Shift. Yeah. Oh, the rats. Yeah, the mute, giant mutant yeah. rats. <laughs> I just watched this for the first time a year or so ago. The whole so. movie, I was like, what is this thing supposed to be? I don't... <laughs> 1990 but effects. The biggest takeaway from that movie was the boss in his own fucking accent, which is kind of like when we watched Snatch. What was that? What was the... the I had him watch character? Snatch for the first time, yeah. I haven't seen that movie in so uh, long. So you could right. be his accent, it was... <laughs> Yeah, there's a, we'll, we'll explain later why that's hilarious because no, out of context like, it's weird you're like is it Louisiana is it Australian and he just kept switching it and oh like, Brad Pitt's pikey that's what you're yeah uh, but the guy the boss nice. kind of movie, yeah. so it's like Nick Cage in some of his movies where he can't yeah, we don't pick know an accent what he's, yeah. no but these ones like you, I couldn't understand what the fuck he was saying yeah. I had to put on the, the subtitles I had to put on subtitles yeah. like, what the fuck do you say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to because I was like I don't know what he's saying so even hilarious. though we just spoiled it, it is giant rats, but it's still worth the watch. You know, I mean, we're gonna spoil a lot of these movies because they're the they've been out. Isn't it? So if you haven't seen yeah. Graveyard Shift, like now, like it's been out forever, then these spoilers, this is your fault. No, I'm yeah. pretty sure it's in the description. Was it? Or I don't something. Know. I just remember the. Sure. I remember the VHS I cover is a. Oh. And I didn't understand <laughs> I why the rats were involved. I, I think was... the VHS cover is a, like a skull with a mining helmet on. Uh, I think. Okay. And I was like, Sorry. is this my bloody Valentine? No. I spoiled it. <laughs> my bad. It was okay. Well, we're still in 1990. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't my favorite. And we got the ever so popular, even to this day, made for TV miniseries, which is three hours and 12 minutes. It. Oh. Stephen King's It. You say favorite? It's no. I'm I saying it's say... most people's like. It's a nostalgia thing. They grew up with it. It scares them. No. All this stuff. You and your clown fear. I know. It's, and I watched this alone. It's not that at bad. At ten o'clock He's not at scary night, as a clown. when I was ten or twelve he years is. old. He's funny. As and a I watched clown. it when by he myself. He's the scariest when he does the sharp paint. Like oh, when he yeah, opens the... his mouth and yeah. the paint. That's when he's the scariest. Yeah. Other than that, when well, he's just... sitting there just going, ha 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 ha. Yeah, no. Ew. Mm-mm. 
But all the characters are hilarious, like especially the adult ones. And see, I think I've got. And that's a lot. the worst part of the story is oh, the second part. Yeah. It's it's rough to get through. And you know what? I love John Ritter, and he's in it. He was and Harry Anderson, the, and the, the, like there's some great. It's been a TV really actors long it, time just, since I've watched it because for obvious reasons. But after watching the remakes. Yeah. I you tried watching it again, one. but then we gave up. It's, it it's very slow, very boring. So slow, um, but we were streaming it too. So, so funny story. I <laughs> bought the DVD the 1990. <laughs> yeah, you right? told me about this. <laughs> it ended up like an hour and a half. And I was like, I thought this was supposed to be three yeah, hours. What's that part? I one? didn't know it was a flip the DVD. Yeah, you're oh. supposed to flip the <laughs> I was like, what kind of shit is this? Well, you saved yourself. You don't need to watch this. <laughs> you're like looking all over. You're like, this is the same like, part one anywhere. This is supposed to be I just paid ten dollars for this. That <laughs> no, was fine, but I was just like, I didn't know it was like flip it over because like, you know they didn't go flip the DVD. Yeah. Over. I was like, it just ended, and I was like, oh okay. But you know, <laughs> all jokes Weak. aside, for a made-for-TV movie, it, it was, was made made okay. Tim yeah. Curry was great. Jonathan Brandis, Seth Green, get a lot of people in there that do. Pretty decent job for what it's written. It's just Tim Reed. Yeah, it's another one of those where, yeah, you grew up with it. You're gonna love it. The nostalgia, but I, I can't watch it over yeah, and over. Yeah, and I it's, never read read the book either chore. for more obvious reasons. <laughs> it was yeah, a long ass book. <laughs> it was a chore. Yeah, I love, and we did get the remake uh, followed in 2017, which is not really a remake of that movie. It's another adaptation of the book, and then it chapter two in 2019. And I like both of those. I love both. Those are well made. Great, great casted, especially them. the kids were like perfect casted. I think the second and one is more funny than it was supposed to be. Yeah, but like, I, given the premise being that silly, yeah, I'd, I'll oh, give yeah. it to him. I'll give it to him. No, I. Scar's you know was, was great. As oh yeah, Pennywise like with his I, I'm not a clown eye. person, but I can watch those movies because yeah. they are kind of creepy. I mean, it's a little cheesy. There was but... a creepy moment. I think it was in the second one. It might have been the first one where they saw the head in the fridge and it grew spider legs and was yeah, like walking. Oh around. yeah, I can't remember. First I think I want to say first, first one when like, they were in the house. I was thinking the thing in my head, and I was like, damn, that's creepy as hell yeah like <laughs> there some are some creepy stuff cheesy. In but see oh, yeah. i've gotten to the but point when you compare it to the old ones cheesiness yeah oh. like i can watch movies with clowns in it whatever but mm. i just don't want to see a real clown or like a real person dressed in a clown and you come talk to me don't 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 so did you, do you just want them me. to don't stand to across me. the road and just stare just at you somewhere go somewhere else don't look at me don't just, act like I don't even exist to you. We're going to be clowns for Halloween. Do you do? No. <laughs> Want a red balloon? <laughs> yeah, come on. I'll make you, I'll make you a dog out of this balloon. I you float too. <laughs> would punch you both. <laughs> Might help you get over your fear if you face And I'm fear. glad I don't have any corn for you guys to go hide in either. <laughs> oh, no, we don't have to. We will just stand in the middle <laughs> of your yard. of your yard, just staring with our heads slightly tilted. And then tilted. I can see you me look away, and then you're trying to run behind the barn. Yep. Head, <laughs> no, head slightly tilted. <gasps> no. And just doing what I would just is. call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> so the 1991, the, the most bromantic moment I've seen and a lot of movies was when Tim Reed and the, the dude who stuttered with the glasses and the fucking mm, rat tail, yeah. they're riding the bike together. Silver. Like, yeah, they're riding the bike Ew. silver. <laughs> they were just like, yeah. I was like, man, get hey. your ass off my bike, man. They were reliving the <laughs> no, memories of their no, youth and their no, and their silver no. bike. We grown ass men, though. What you doing? You gotta have a little fun no. in a town where people are dying. <laughs> what about in part two? Their little bromance. It was so cute. And the remake part too? Yeah. 
They didn't do that. No. No, they didn't do that, but they had an emotional attachment to each other. They should have rode a bike together. Hold on tight. I was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. I I think I was 10 or 12 last time I watched this movie, so Mm. it's been quite a minute. We are moving on to another favorite, (laughs) and that is Misery, 1990. Oh my God, this movie is amazing. Directed by Rob Ryan. Except I never seen it, and I watched it with Josh's grandpa, and... Um, anytime you watch a movie with him, he knows he will give everything away because, mm. and he'll just be laughing. He'll be like, Oh my God, I love this bar. She gets blown away right here. You know, and she like, hits him with, he, she yeah. gets hit with a, with a statue of a pig. Yeah. And he'll just like give everything away and it's hilarious. And I'm like, stop grandma. I've never seen this. Oh, watch when but she puts like, the wood between the ankles. Watch his ankles. <laughs> so glad yeah. she died in the end. But yeah. <laughs> Oops, sorry. That's how he was, and it's so funny. Uh, great movie. Uh, James Caan and Kathy Bates. Uh, Kathy Bates won the Oscar. For Kathy this, Bates is amazing. She anyway. was so good in yeah. this movie. It's creepy. She's hilarious, and she's creepy at the yeah. same time. James Caan is just kind of there. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, great movie about uh, isolation and obsession. <laughs> then there was that family guy. Uh... Oh, it's Stewie. Like yeah. three stories. Stewie and Brian. Another one. Yeah. Man. Yeah, those are. Uh, Paul Sheldon writes so a series of books of uh, character misery, Chastain, which is like a Victorian era, you know, type novel series that everybody's you know loves, and his number one fan doesn't like. But his I've new never... book kills off his character. So yeah, she I've never read this. Him. But this is a book, obviously, because yeah, it's an adaptation. But I've never read it. But I think it's one that I would want to. I don't think I own that one. All right, 1991, we got one which I didn't watch, but I remember. Golden Years. Uh, This was made for TV at a runtime of three hours and 52 minutes, and it starred Felicity Huffman and Stephen Root. It's about a janitor who gets hurt in in an explosion at a secret army lab and starts to grow younger. And those in the secret lab want him. So kind of Benjamin Button, but a little more sci-fi. I don't think I've seen this one. No, because it was made for TV. I don't remember having an actual physical release on it, so... What was it called, you said? Golden Years. Golden Years, okay. There's a few movies called Golden Years, so you'll have to look for (laughs) the one that's 1991. It does. Golden Girls. Yeah. It's the the spinoff to the Golden Girls, yeah. Uh, This next one I really liked, and at the time I saw it, I saw it on VHS, but so I didn't know it was made for TV, but it's called Sometimes They Come Back. And this is a oh, um, I was gonna almost watch this one because I think I, it was on. TV I enjoyed or it. It's got a typical story <laughs> that we've seen a thousand times. It's a ghost story about a man who returns to his childhood home, and is haunted by teenagers that used to bully him when he was a kid that died. So the teenagers died, and then they're back as ghosts to keep bullying him. So more bullies. More uh, small town in Maine. <laughs> kind of this I didn't one, watch we get because that would probably annoy me. We get Tim. <laughs> yeah. We get Tim Matheson in this, oh, and he like does a bullying, good job. So we get Tim Matheson. He does a good job in this. Um, and then it was followed by two sequels. Uh, sometimes they come back again in 1996, mm-hmm. and sometimes they come back for more in 1998. <laughs> oh my gosh! It should have been for good. <laughs> Uh, we're still in 91 and I was just talking about this movie with Alan on the way here. And this movie is probably the most ridiculous on the entire list. And you don't even need to watch the movie. All you got to do is watch Chris Stuckman's hilariosity of this movie. And that is Sleepwalkers from 1991 directed by Mick Garris. Um, this movie has Brian Krause in the lead and it's, it's about, 
It's a strange mom and son team who are also supernatural creature cat creatures that move to this town in search of a virgin to feed on. What are you and talking about? This sounds amazing. Sleepwalkers. I don't know what the fuck you're talking and about. And it's and they the the <laughs> effects of them changing into their their cat faces, hilarious. It also has some of the strangest cameos in this in this movie. Ron Perlman has a cameo. Mark Hamill has a cameo. Of course, Stephen oh my King. Gosh, you and sold then me. where can I watch this? Directors Joe Dante, John Landis, and Clive Barker also make cameos. <laughs> I'm just saying it's one of the it's one of the it's so bad that I it's got actually sleepwalkers on repeat. It's actually entertaining, uh, but it is extremely ridiculous. So look that one up, Sleepwalkers. Having a movie thug. Sleepwalkers <laughs> on repeat. Yeah. Bring your pillows and PJ. Yeah. Don't bring a cat though. No. He won't like it. <laughs> uh, in 1992, we it's got another like, weird, another weird one that many didn't know was Stephen King, and that is The Lawnmower Man, uh, directed by Brett this Leonard. <laughs> this one stars Jeff Fahey and Pierce Brosnan. Um, it's like a, I think they sort of. Did a ripoff of it with Johnny Depp, Transcendence or something. Oh, I where think. he like puts his mind in the computer. Yeah, mm-hmm. so this is about a simple man that, like is, that movie, is just, but... he's a gardener of Pierce Brosnan, who's like a professor and working with computers. And this simple man, uh, Jeff Fahey, is not very smart, and he but he knows how to mow a lawn. He's the lawnmower oh. man. And he just, and Pierce that Brosnan. That is a necessity. Pierce Brosnan wants to see if his newest technology works, which is to a computer program that could make you smarter. So he uses this simple minded man to see if it can make him smarter. And he ends up becoming like a super genius, but also a villain inside this computer world. And it's got really cheesy 1992 oh. computer effects. So it's, it's uh, stuff. what's that movie with Scarlett Johansson? Lucy. Lucy. But no. cheesier. <laughs> we did get a sequel but she's not a villain though we did get a sequel Lawnmower Man 2 Beyond Cyberspace yeah. oh <laughs> so that's that does he mow lawns in that Beyond too. the Blade yeah <laughs> <laughs> alright next up 1993 we get The Dark Half let that marinate <laughs> directed by George Romero and this one stars Timothy Hutton and Michael Rooker I have and this it's, book uh, um, what is this one? Dark Half oh. he has a, another personality that's trying to take over in yeah, his mind, I who's a villain. Very Steven similar King. to Secret Window. You know, he's like those two it, personalities. I just wonder if he has a therapist. I, I think he's just got some deeply rooted <laughs> things going on up there. So. <laughs> Maybe. Might, Maybe. Might, might. <laughs> All right, still 93. We get another made-for-TV movie that was three hours called The Tommy Knockers. <laughs> Mommy Knockers? Tommy Knockers. I was trying not to say that. Thank you. It's mommy knockers. (laughs) Or mommy's knockers? Mommy's knockers. Okay, okay. No, no, we're talking about Tommy's Tommy's knockers. Not mommy's, Tommy's. (laughs) Mommy. Uh, So, according to IMDb, this is the plot synopsis. I saw this as a kid, didn't know it was a made-for-TV movie. The small town of Haven becomes a hotbed of inventions, all run by a strange green power device. The whole town is digging something up in the woods, and only an alcoholic poet can discover its secret. And our alcoholic poet is played by Jimmy Smits. We also get Robert Carradine and Joanna Cassidy as well. And Tracy Lords. She's also in it. Very strange movie. Not one of my favorites. I don't think I could ever watch it again. Sounds strange, and the name... Tommy Knockers. Tommy Knockers. <laughs> Only his mommy can save us now. <laughs> 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 
Anyway, Alan's going to go puke for a second, so we're going to move on to 1990. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> Just dry heaves now. Yeah. So 1993. I wanted to watch this. Just don't this. puke in my plants. I wanted to watch this because I never saw it, but I, can't f- I didn't really look for it, and that's needful things. This is 1993. This one stars Max von Sydow, Ed Harris, oh, and Amanda no. Plummer. I don't know this movie. The it's it's the name. It was uh, it's the name of a shop that opens up in the small town of Maine, and they, uh, like, which grants every desires. customer their deep desires, yeah. but that comes with a price. Yeah. Oh. Also so, starring Holly Janeiro. Oh yes, another Bonnie Bedelia movie. Yep. I didn't That's watch right. it. <laughs> My guy got it. I wanted to it. see this because I remember when it came out. Because I remember I watched the trailer for it the other night, and I was like, I remember this trailer, and because I saw it as a kid, but I never actually got to see the movie. Yeah, so. it's just like two hours and twenty minutes. That's why I didn't watch it. I was like, I, I feel like all movie. his movies because there's a lot of them are. Stand by Me is only like an hour and a half. Yeah, so. but Mind most you, of them are like TV-made movies. You know. No, I know. Well, the made-for-TV ones are always going to be the hardest. Yeah. So, speaking of super short movies, 1994, speaking of super short movies, 1994, directed by Frank Darabont, The Shawshank Redemption. See, I didn't know this was Stephen King. Which is adapted Mm -hmm. from a short story of Stephen King's called Rita Hayworth and The Shawshank Redemption. Mm. And I've read that. And yes, it's similar, it's just stretched. But uh, yeah, who would have thought this this would be an Oscar nominee and all this? Great acting. Um... I know it's a lot of people. A lot of movies. Favorites. A lot of movies with prisons nowadays kind mm-hmm. of inspire from that story, especially prison breakouts and things like that. Sorry, spoiler alert. Yes, yeah. he does break out of prison. Don't hate on me, but it's Too not. Oh, you've already mentioned this. Yes, it's not my. You've favorite. already mentioned this. Yes. It's okay. I know. It's but not everybody. That's a very unpopular opinion because a lot of well, people I know. rave about this well, movie. I know. I know like, people that hate Pulp Fiction. So I mean, excuse it's excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's it. It makes me want to go watch the new. <laughs> makes me want to go watch the new Carrie now. No, I'm just Thank you. <laughs> no, I like. You would not like that. There's, I, I'm there's probably no not going to watch it. Way that you would come back and be like, Oh my this god, that was a best. great movie. So good, better than the original. Not bad. It was so like, good. She was so lying. amazing. You're she just needs trying an to award. piss me off, Brian. No, she's so good. You're just unfair to her. Actually, a lot of my remarks. It's actually not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually kind of cool. Yeah. That could be my t shirt. You, I believe, Brian, I would not. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, so, Shawshank Redemption, <laughs> Shawshank. I, I do like it. No, I do like this I movie. grew up with it. Just, I, I like it's it. It's just not my favorite. It's one like, of a lot of people. And it, it would always be playing on TBS in the daytime always. every day. Uh, same, with, same with Goodfellas and like Goodfellas to me and this is just me if either of those were on TV and I, I had cable I haven't had cable in over 20 years but like if I we're had cable ours. and I it's a good move Ew. it's it overpriced is. It's, yeah $140 uh, a month that I barely that. fucking yeah. watch like, it's like you know my dad pays for cable but he watches like I three sleep. channels so <laughs> we are just talking about that yeah, it's like, why do you pay for all these yeah. cable channels when you watch CBS like three channels same. I think it's a convenience. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's a convenience thing in their no, mind. So for sure, and you know, but, new shows yeah, you can record yeah, on there, right, or whatever. Yeah, but. because he does have DVR and he does like that. There, so. There's a few things that I won't be able to get anywhere. I can't blame him for that. Yeah. So Shawshank and Goodfellas <laughs> would play all the time, but when I was younger and I would see this, I, I owned them already, so I would be like, oh, I want to watch this. I'm just going to start it over on the actual disc instead of watching it on TV. So 
Always, no matter what, if I flip through the TV and I'm like, nothing's on. Ooh, Shawshank. Ooh, I have it. I'm going to go watch that because now i got something to watch. <laughs> I just See, remember Morgan Freeman. I wish I could tell you Andy Dufresne came out of that scenario the same man he went to. Blah, 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 blah. Of course, <laughs> you just. When of was, course. You're, I don't want to say spoil. I almost you, spoil you're, you're, So your go-to scene was the rape scene. And that's. Exactly. <laughs> I fast forward into the rape scene. You know me. That's. <laughs> anyway, Shawshank has been talked about forever, so we're gonna move on. We're in, the, we're still in 1994, and this is still to this day the longest of his adaptations, which was a miniseries. I'm out, and they are remaking this, or no, they actually did already remake this. So I don't even know how long the remake is. Remake but what? This is what? the Stand. Oh. In 1994, it was the a, remake is terrible. Okay, I tried. Well, well, I got two episodes in, and I couldn't. Do original it. miniseries, mm-hmm. six hours. Which. Because it is a big book, but it's a miniseries, it does... so there's six episodes technically. So. After this is so the, like the little plot show. here. Like after a two-hour episode, this yeah. one, right? Um, right. So, so they did. Really they did a, like yeah. No. They did an update <laughs> in 2020. Um, this so this is a little plot. After a plague wipes out most of the population, a plague. plague <laughs> the remaining a plague. the remaining survivors. Watch out the population. <laughs> the remaining survivors split into two groups. One led by a benevolent elder, and the other a malevolent Sorry. being to face each other in a final battle between good and evil. They need six talking. hours to to tell it. Great cast: Gary Sinise, Mari, Molly Ringwald, oh, I love uh, her. Corin Nemec, Matt Frewer, and Rob Lowe. Again, we get him <laughs> another Stephen King. So I saw it when I was a kid. I had the VHS. They came in the double tape VHS. There was like three of them. <laughs> it was like six tapes. Um, but I haven't seen it since. So, uh, one year later, we got probably one of my least favorites, which I know some people love. This one I can't do it, and it's really hard to rewatch. The Langoliers. Oh, this is Josh's fave. I'm sorry, Josh. It's terrible. Uh, oh. This has it was his horrendous he loved it as a kid. I don't know if he's still you know with those it, horrendous looking CGI meatballs with teeth flying around. I've in never the seen it. I've seen clips of it. It's, but uh, it's three seen. hours. It's made for TV. Um, we get Dean Stockwell, we get Tom Holland in there, director, not the young actor. Oh, He'd okay. probably be like a baby in that. Actually, Maybe. now that I think of it, I don't know David if he, it was his favorite or he was afraid of it. Now I don't know. No. He might either have been way, afraid of it. Cause... With me either way, I'm going to make <laughs> fun of it. I think it was, yeah, I think... <laughs> Whatever his answer is, I am making fun of him. I think he was afraid of it because it, it, it scared him to that they to, just to like go, to ate go in a plane. Everything they do eat everything, even time. But they now eat I gotta time. ask him. And For Halloween, I'm dressed but despite <laughs> despite me not liking this movie, apparently apparently I hear it's pretty much exactly like the book. So if you're looking for a book adaptation that's faithful, that would be one of them. <laughs> you just described a critter to me. A big meatball with fangs. Pretty much. <laughs> look him up. If you look him up on no, YouTube. I, yeah, I know. I I looked up a clip after because his mom was like talking about it. And he's like, she's like, oh, Josh, don't even you remember I, your favorite when movie? when I saw it as a kid, I couldn't even do it. Yeah. Uh, so in 95, we get yet another Maximum Overdrive, Trucks, which yeah. is based on the story Trucks. This one has Timothy Busfield in the lead, and that is all I said about it. Made for TV. Didn't it's see it. literally called Maximum Overdrive. No, it's called Trucks. Trucks. And Maximum oh, okay. Overdrive is based on Trucks. Okay. Oh, okay. So this is actually okay. the same. I thought it was like Maximum Overdrive Trucks. <laughs> <laughs> Truck edition. Yeah. Yeah. 
We're still in '95, and we come up with we uh, come to one of the most ridiculous ones, which it's it's I give it an A for gore, but as far as story and plot, it's ridiculously stupid. It's the Mangler. Uh, this is directed by Toby Hooper. The Mangler. The Mangler. The Mangalorian. Uh, the Mangler. Uh, this one stars Robert Anglin. Freddy Krueger himself is an old man with metal legs. So instead of metal Ted fingers, yeah, he gets metal, metal legs. legs. Yep, with, he's got a walker because he can't really walk with his metal legs, and it takes place <laughs> at a laundry mat, like an industrial, like laundry mat, you know. Like and he's there to do his laundry, or no, he owns it. And they have this old, <laughs> old uh, piece of machinery that folds all the biggest pieces of sheets and things, oh. and it becomes possessed by oh, the I was devil. Like, Where can I get one of these? It becomes like, possessed by the devil and starts delightful. to eat the workers as they try to fold their laundry. Uh, we did get a sequel in 2002 called The Mangler All 2. All these movies that you describe that you say are stupid like sounds amazing. It's because I know how to sell a movie. Uh, yeah. And Mangler and like, Mangler Reborn like my type 2005. Of movie to get drunk and watch. There you go. <laughs> well, go yeah. for it. Go yeah. for the Mangler. You might actually really like it drunk watching it. A so. folder that eats people. <laughs> In a laundry bag? Freddy Krueger has metal legs. Yeah. The, the problem is, it takes itself serious. Sounds great. If it had fun with it, it would be a different thing. Right. But because it takes itself 100% serious, that's where it kind of loses me. Uh, right? Yeah, but I think some of the crappier movies are serious, but they're not. But Velocipaster is not one of them. I don't know. They don't take itself you. serious. I don't know if they're supposed to be serious or not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If you're making a movie the called Velocipaster... That lead dude. Ian Zaring. He went full Harrison Ford. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's done nothing since t- 90210. He took his role very seriously. This is my yeah. movie. That's why. Same with he's in, all, he's in all of them, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah so he is the face of Sharknado. <laughs> all right. Still in 95, we get Dolores Dolores Claiborne, <laughs> which also brings back Kathy Bates. Kathy B- I we get Jennifer Jason Lee and Christopher Plummer. This is directed by the guy who did Devil's Advocate and Ray. Oh. This is about a city reporter that travels to a small town where her mother has been arrested for the murder of an elderly woman who, for whom she worked as a housekeeper. Mm-hmm. What did you say this was called? I'm Dolores Claiborne. Claiborne. With oh, Kathy Bates I have again. this book. So mm-hmm. I didn't see it. But I'm sure it's great because Kathy Bates is... Yeah, I've never seen it. 1996, one of my favorites that you watched, Thinner. Oh my god, this movie movie. grosses me out. So great. Directed by Tom Holland. Yes, Spider-Man. No, he didn't direct it. Different Tom Holland. This is the guy who directed Child's Play. That's okay. Uh, (laughs) Carrie Werher is the, the girl, the gypsy girl. So yes, she's in Eight Legged Freaks. Oh, she's the, the, the yeah. Oh yeah. Scarlett Johansson's mom. Yeah. She did not make my zipper hurt me because I wore sweatpants that time. So. Oh, so <laughs> if you had a zipper, yeah. Yeah. She has a very seductive scene, but then turns into a, yeah. a fuck you to the guy. Yeah, she was just flipping the bird. I was like, damn. <laughs> This one, this one has Joe Mantegna in it, and and he's the voice of uh, Fat Tony on The Simpsons. And his character in this movie is like the physical Fat Tony, like the representation because he's like he's a mob boss. No, he's not fat or anything, but he's just the way he talks because he's a mob guy. It's just it's Fat. Can Tony. you hear Fat Tony? Oh, yeah. like in the- He doesn't alter his voice too much for Fat oh, Tony. That's okay. how he actually sounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Thinner was great. I uh, I read the book. I liked the book. And then I watched the movie. It was like my treat growing up. I, re- I read the book. And then you're like, you can watch the movie if you read the book. Okay. Yeah. So. And we talked about it. Yeah, he did not appear on The Sopranos. 
No, he's like one of the only mob actors to not be on The Sopranos. (laughs) He went instead uh, to be in Airheads with uh, Adam Sandler and Brendan Fraser. This seems better. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I love Thinner. Um, It was a a decent watch. I enjoyed it. It is a good movie, but it it does gross me out. Like there's some, yeah. there's some gross stuff in it. Good good fat suit on our lead actor. Uh, yeah, because cool, I didn't. Like, no, I that was that like that, man. and that was the first time I've ever seen that actor because I actually thought he looked like that. And then when I actually saw him, because Fled came out like a year later, and I was like, holy crap, he lost all that weight. No, yeah. he actually just looks like that. It Isn't that the guy suit. from Beethoven? That guy. No, no, that's Charles Grodin. Um, oh. Thinner, like thinner is Robert John Burke. He took over the role of Robo- RoboCop after the first one. So the uh, first one was Peter Weller, and then he took over for RoboCop it, two and it three. Kind of look alike. Am I crazy? Okay. Maybe he played like the the doctor, the vet in Big Maybe. Look him up. Face did look Robert when he was uh, outside okay. the fantasy. Robert John Burke. And he did look like name. an asshole. <laughs> All right, flying through this list. 1997, we get a straight-to-video movie, which is probably up your alley for a drunken watch, and it's called The Night Flyer, which gives us Miguel Ferrer and Dan Monaghan, who, you know, played the um, Renfield in Dracula Dead and Loving It. Uh, This one is about a reporter who follows the trail of a murderous vampire who travels by plane. And this vampire, if you look him up, he is wearing the full-on Dracula cape. Like with the the big lapel on the cowl, and he's got a vampire face, and he travels by plane. Mm-hmm. The Night Flyer. Nineteen ninety seven, Quicksilver Highway, which is based on the short story. There's it's another uh, an- anthology series, and this book was written by both Stephen King and Clive Barker. They they teamed up, wrote this uh, anthology. So two of the stories, Chattering Teeth uh, by King and The Body Politic by Clive Barker, are featured in this movie. We get Christopher Lloyd as our Crypt Keeper type character. Uh, Matt Frewer and Clive Barker is also in it as well. So Quicksilver Highway, hmm. straight to video. What's it about? Uh, it's, it's an anthology. A bunch oh, of short oh, stories okay. uh, <clears throat> on the road, kind of a road movie. Yeah. Um, in 1998, we got Apt Pupil, which is directed by Brian Singer. This one sees Brad Renfro, Ian McKellen, and Joshua Jackson. Uh, Brad Renfro plays a boy who blackmails his neighbor, Ian McKellen, after suspecting him to be a Nazi war criminal. Hmm. I was just talking to Alan. Maybe this was the movie that Brian Singer was like, Ian McKellen's great. I want him as Magneto in my next movie, X-Men. So... <laughs> Brad Renfro. It's always sad when I see a movie with him because I know that he committed suicide when he was young. So oh. he was uh, Huck Finn and Tom and Huck. Oh yeah, so, with JTT, with, yeah, yeah. And the Client, and all these other Jonathan movies. He's he was Taylor. he was great. Man. That was supposed to be my name if I was a boy. Huck. Jonathan Taylor. Oh, oh. <laughs> JT. I was like, what, Brad? Brad? <laughs> I was like, Brad. Brad Renfro. No. Brad? <laughs> Huckleberry. <laughs> was going to be your name? Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 1999, Frank Darabont returns with The Green Mile. Oh. Walking the Mile. Stars. The always mile. great Tom Hanks. The 99% of the time great Michael Clark Duncan. I still don't forgive him for Street Fighter Legend and Chung Lee. We get Sam Rockwell as well before he was really, yeah, really he big. He was a dickhead. Yeah. yeah. And we get Percy. Oh, this movie. <laughs> 
breaks my heart. Great, talk, great acting. Great, uh, very yeah, well made. Frank is, Darabont's a great director. It's a good movie, the but it, it is not Percy. one that I can watch all the time. <laughs> Doug Hutchinson. Doug Hutchinson. Because he made you hate him. Oh yeah, yeah, Percy. And that's yeah. how you know an actor was, does a phenomenal yeah. job. Yeah, he's like John Walker. Um, if you hate him, he did a good job. <laughs> and I, Joffrey I, I say the same in Game thing of Thrones. He did a good Duncan. job. Like Michael Clark Duncan did such an amazing job making you feel for him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, boss, I just want you to see what I feel all the time. Like, yeah. Yeah. I felt bad for the one guy that You're got just tired. Uh, like, yeah. I felt bad for the one guy that got electrocuted and didn't get the sponge. Oh. That's a messed up scene. That was my only pet peeve. I was like, there's no way nobody noticed that thing was bone dry. There's no but way. There's at the five same time, them. I there's know. There's five but... of them. No. Nope. 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 <laughs> I know it was for the movie, but nope. Nope. No. <laughs> but it was heartbreaking. Because yeah. he just wanted his mouse to go down yeah. to that circle. Mouse fill. <laughs> Percy <laughs> kept trying to kill it. <sighs> So Green Mile. It's been talked about a lot. Good movie. Uh, still in 1999. I have this. I remember when it premiered on TV. It was made for TV. It's four hours and 17 minutes. That's Storm of the Century. This one stars Tim Daly from Wings. <laughs> a lot of these Wings guys make their way to uh, Stephen King. Colm Fieri, uh, Fiori is in it. Uh, the only other thing I can think of is off the top of my head is he played the villain in Thor Dark World. <laughs> Malekith. Oh, the evil, oh, no, the dark the elf. I know he's in a lot of stuff, but I just. He played the manga. No, that's Christopher Axelson, who is also a Doctor Who. They look alike. Uh, so this one is about a dangerous <laughs> blizzard that hits an isolated town and brings along a mysterious stranger that, that intends to terrorize <laughs> the people for his own desires. Storm of the Century. Hmm. Yeah, I never heard of that. Here's another one that doesn't look like a Stephen King in 2001, Hearts in Atlantis. It's adapted from the story called Low Men in Yellow Coats. This is directed by Scott Hicks, who gave us Shine, which is a great movie, and Snow Falling on Cedars, which is ultra depressing. Uh, this one stars Anthony Hopkins, Anton Yelkin, and Hope Davis. It's about uh, the lives of a mom and son that change when a mysterious stranger enters in their lives. Sounds interesting. Hearts in Atlantis. 2002, we get another made-for-TV miniseries that goes at four hours and 14 minutes, Rose Red. I remember Which when this is premiered. very similar to the movie The Hunting, because it is about a group of people with psychic powers that are invited, invited to spend the night in a haunted house. Kind of like The Haunting. <laughs> but they're not psychic, are they? Yeah. The Haunting? They have the original. They're supposed oh, to be I'm somewhat house haunted, to learn... Though. Yeah. yeah. Like, to, so they learn about the, yeah. the the story of the house and the old owners, same kind of thing. Okay. Um, I remember when Rose Red premiered. What year did you say? Uh, this is two thousand two. Okay, so I was twelve. I remember uh, making sure, like my family and I, like my mom and I, really like made to make sure that the VCR was set to record, and we recorded it same. right off TV. I did too. And yeah, <laughs> I thought my it was pretty too, good. Like we'd watch it together. And I don't have it now, but they did release it on disc, and I do want to rewatch it. I, I thought it was pretty good for being made for TV. Yeah, I think I rewatched um, it. I don't know what I watched it on. It was either on TV again, or I rented the DVD or something. I because I rewatched it. Did after it still that. live up? Or um, it was a... yeah. <laughs> We get Nancy Travis and our is our worst, lead. It's the worst, though. You know, it's they, watchable. They did make a prequel a year later called The Diary of Ellen Rimbauer. Um, 
which was not four hours and 14 minutes. It was actually only an hour and 20-something minutes. So <laughs> that was a quick watch to know the history of the person who lived in the house. But yeah, really haunted movies. It's worth the watch. Yeah, Long, definitely. but... In 2003, we get Dreamcatcher. I like this movie. Uh, when I saw it, I had no idea about the alien stuff in it. The book is fucked um, up, and it freaked me out. This is directed by Lawrence Kasdan, the man who wrote Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Mm. For the movie. I, I like it's been a screenplay. long time since I've seen it. I think I've only seen the movie once because I uh, read the book before the movie came out. Uh-huh. And it's uh, like Stephen King. Uh, his stuff with having friends that stick together. Uh, we get Thomas Jane, uh, Damian Lewis, and Jason Lee as our friends. And Timothy Oliphant, uh, they hang out in a cabin. Morgan Freeman with the craziest eyebrows I've ever seen on Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Donnie Wahlberg in an interesting turn as Duddits. It's a good movie. I really enjoyed it. It had some creepy moments. Mm-hmm. I guess the whole scene with Damian Lewis going all James Bond villain when he's talking as the alien through his body is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but I like the idea of the memory warehouse, how all all these, all these guys are like kind of like psychics too. So there's some more psychics that Stephen King likes to write about. And that his character has a memory warehouse and it's just him in his warehouse putting filing all of his memories. And I just thought that was a cool idea to see that. Did you like Dreamcatcher? I didn't watch it. I've I'd seen have, it once. I'd have to but then it was like, it. It's weird. Back in like oh six. Yeah, I saw it when it first <clears> came out. When me and my kids my first started dating, so it's been a long time. <laughs> Tom Sizemore is in it. Is it Morgan Freeman? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's sort of a villain, actually. Yeah, I don't remember too much outside of that. Thomas Jane. We like Thomas Jane. Yeah. <laughs> In 2004, we got Secret Window. Johnny, oh. Johnny Depp, John Turturro, and Maria Bello. This is from director David Kep, who gave me one of my favorites, Stir of Echoes. I saw this in theaters. I fucking love Didn't know it was Stephen King, did you? No. Uh, nope. Mm. I just saw Johnny Depp, and I was like... Oh, Similar man. to The Dark Half... Just told in a different way. My dad stole my story. Went to see a movie, and me and my friend Selena went, and he just gave us a bunch of money. He's like, "Here, and if we're not out, if my movie's not done, then you can go and see a different one." So we went and saw <laughs> a first movie. We saw was Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. And then we watched. Secret Window is the next one, so hmm. very drastic change, but... It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, it's pretty young. Depp so. was good. John Turturro was good. I thought I it wasn't bad. Yeah. Good it's, little it's isolation a, movie. I, I want to re-watch it, because it's been... A, I haven't... I don't think I've Kinda. seen it since theaters. Makes you want to go to a cabin yeah. and write so a story. Great. I was like, yeah. that's literally me on days off. I just lay around <laughs> eating Doritos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And have yeah, some guy pester you that you, that, that you plagiarized his <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And, and I didn't expect the twist. And, you know, like... And Totoro has that serious role. That's the first time I've seen him in, like, a serious role. Outside of uh, Do the Right Thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. But I was like, yeah, I enjoyed his yeah. performance. Yeah. like the best. He'll always, be, he'll always the, be the guy in the Big Lebowski. Except for the okay. one scene which you know that I don't like in movies. Which movie is that? The D.O.J. Mm. The what? (laughs) So 2004, we're still in. We got another series, which I remember when it came on TV. It was a TV show, but it only lasted one season with a total runtime of 10 hours and 8 minutes. Uh, Kingdom Hospital. 
Kingdom, I've never heard of this. Kingdom Tim Hospital. Hours, like, yeah. it was well, yeah. it was ten. It was, I have ten hours. It was ten episodes. Oh, so okay. I'm saying it was an actual TV show, not a not a miniseries. Got it. Say uh, that. This one. <laughs> Say ten. This episodes. one starred Andrew McCarthy and An hour uh, Ed, Ed Bagley Jr., Bruce Davidson, Diane Ladd, and it's uh, supernatural occurrences happen at this ultra modern main hospital. Rooster. As the staff start to uncover a dark secret in a hospital. So it looked interesting. I remember when it came out, I just didn't get they a chance to see it. They do over there. Mm-hmm. Not really, but... Not with chickens, either. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not entertaining this. Are you not entertained? I am entertained. <laughs> All right, 2004, we get a double dose from director Mick Garris. Desperation and Riding the Bullet. In Desperation, it's about a, a writer, a family, and a couple, and a hitchhiker fight for their lives after getting arrested by a sheriff in the deserted town of Desperation. The sheriff is played by Ron Perlman. This book is fucked up. Steven Weber is in it from Wings. You say keep riding the bullet? Desperation is Desperation. first. I was saying a double dose of Mick Garris-directed movies in the same year, and it's Desperation, and we get Riding the Bullet, which is about a man who finds out his mother is dying and tries to hitchhike from college. To the hospital on the way he pick, he's picked up by a stranger with a deadly secret. Jonathan Jonathan oh, Jackson, okay. uh, David Arquette, right. Erica Christensen star in the film. Yeah, I'll finish it. But I give it an A for originality. It's just bullet. not impressed. The first. Did you ride the bullet? Except his girlfriend. <laughs> Did you ride the bullet? Got him. <laughs> Alan, I rode that. I rode the bullet they five Alan, times. It felt like mine, and then he has this fucked up backstory. I was like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> it's always the one with two L's and an E that gets. Yeah. The, the fame and fortune. So this is another, uh, this <laughs> next one is one I wanted to see in 2006, but I never got a chance to, and I can't find it anywhere. I can't even find it to buy. Maybe I'll check Disc Traders. That's Nightmares and Dreamscapes, which is only eight episodes, so eight hours. It's based on short stories from the Nightmares and Dreamscapes uh, ser- uh, book series, Everything's Eventual, and Night Shift. This one starred people like William Hurt, William H. Macy, Tom Berenger, Cody Smith-McPhee, a bunch of people. So it's a, another and a different story every episode okay. type of thing. Yeah, he's good at those. Um, mm-hmm. Seems to be a trend of his for his movies to just be hard to find. Yeah, I don't like it. No. <laughs> well, I'm gonna check Distraders for that one, so I'm I'm not holding having my hopes up, but you know, because I can't. It's not even on Amazon to buy. So. Oh. Uh, Two thousand. Try it digitally. Try it's Voodoo. yeah. You can buy it on Amazon, but you buy it per episode. Oh. So in 2007, we get 1408. Samuel Jackson, John Cusack. Good flick. Good haunting movie. Good performances Mediocre. by both. That's cool. Yeah, it was right. <laughs> I. Liked I liked it. it. We liked it. It was on a list of mine that Brian neglected to mention. Oh. <laughs> what? Because he trouble. chose the reaping. Over oh. <laughs> mm, I was saving okay, that for so the underrated gem. <laughs> <laughs> no, you weren't. Okay. <laughs> Fine. I stand corrected. I like that movie. Sam. Was it an underrated gem one? Was that uh, the list? Or no, it was for I think so. Yeah, because yeah. he, he yeah. said do one for horror too, and I did, and then he chose the reaping <laughs> out of the five movies, and I was like, <laughs> I called it. I was like, Alan's really? gonna be like, you did that wrong. <laughs> I did. He still when I heard that. Episode, yeah. I was like, hey, oh, you could have you could have not you could have not listened to that movie at all. The thing with Brian <laughs> is, you have to be 
very specific mm-hmm. if you want him to do or say something. Yep. Yeah. Well, I didn't, he offered. I didn't, very I wanted specific. to do just comedy. Like, and then word on the for phone, word he said, do direction. And I was like, okay, here's a quick five for horror. Yeah. But if you mention one of these, mention this one. That's what you should. You got it, yeah. That's your bad. That's your bad. No, just no I just do but what I, know, I do. I know better. From no, no, I do what I do. Brian will just pick whatever he wants. He, he will. So, <laughs> he did. I, heard it. I liked 1408. It's not one I can watch over and over, but I did enjoy it when I first saw it. Um, we're still in 2007. It's another movie by Frank Darabont, and that is The Mist. You'll notice something about Frank Darabont. He likes to cast a lot of the same people in his movies. No, and he also started Walking Dead, so he directed the pilot. So a lot of those guys on Walking Dead are in The Mist, Shawshank, and Green Mile as side characters. This one gets Thomas Jane and Laurie Holden. They did make a Mist TV show in 2017, but it was canceled after 10 episodes. I... <laughs> Loved this movie. Except the ending. The ending. The it's ending like Romeo is so and Juliet. good. But you know what? But it's so good. It was so good, good though because you didn't see that I coming. I yeah. know, but did it's not just see that so coming. And, and I didn't it's, it it's, it's one of those metaphors where the <sighs> creatures, the villains, or oh. were the humans, the villains. But and honestly, the rest King, of the movie is not bad at Frank all. Frank Darabont, oh, like movie. the producers, I want to say it's like New Line or something, they didn't want him to make that ending, Frank Darabont. And he said, well, I'm not going to do the movie. I'm going to leave right now if you don't let me do this original yeah. ending. And even King loved that ending because it's not actually like that mm-hmm. in his book. But King loved it. He was like, yes, yes, do it, do it, do it. Yeah. And the, 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 the studio's like, okay. Yeah. And we got a great ending because that's I what people talk about. So, yeah. Because you great. did not see that yeah. ending. Yeah. Oh, I don't care who you that was what no. you say. Great. You did not see that ending coming. You just no. did I'm sorry. If you I'm, say you did, maybe, you're lying. Maybe I'm a stickler, oh, but movies so with like, man. those, like, I'm kind of sick of happy endings in horror movies. I like, know. I want to see, know. you know, especially like end of the world movies. But then you got if there's me a over happy here end, I'm like, if there's a happy ending... After an end of the world movie, I don't like it. Like, I, it's the end of the world. It should be, you know, not happy. Yeah. <laughs> but what I do want to know about the mist, which mm-hmm. we only see it in one scene. So you probably like Rogue One, right? Or you didn't really like that movie. Oh, I liked it. I liked Rogue One. The, the Vader scene was sweet. Yeah, but I'm just saying that's not, you know, technically a happy end. Well, no, of course not, because yeah. we know those oh, characters don't return oh, in the other movies. So I already knew that. <laughs> I know Sam yelled it's at like us watching when she watched it. She's like. It's like it's like, it's like it's like watching uh, but that. It's just you know, know. it makes sense. Watch, but that movie well, is amazing. You watch any though. prequel to a movie, a horror or action or whatever, mm-hmm. you know those characters are gonna die anyway. Right, it's just exactly. What it is. That's uh, but, and, but and I am for happy endings, but that movie still is is just very mm. amazing. But I'm done. The, so, but well, I was saying you only see the see. I like the creatures in the mist. There were some really cool creatures in there. And but my favorite is we only see one scene of him and he doesn't do anything. He just walks by the behemoth, that giant thing that walks by oh, at the yeah. end with the like tentacles hanging down. I'm like, I want to know more about that thing. Yeah. And then the freaking what's I can't remember her real name. She was the preachy one in the story. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, yo, mm-hmm. someone threw a Marsha Gay Harden. Yeah. Please, you got to okay. have that religious person in these kind right. of movies. Oh, when the her world's time ending. came. So man, it did. But, no, but wasn't that satisfying? Like it was satisfying, it was. but it could have been better. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so the mist, I enjoyed it. I mean, the mist is better than the fog. 
It, well, the original uh, The Fog I like by John Carpenter, but the remake with the uh, Smallville actor? Yeah. That one I don't think I've seen the John Carpenter. I, I didn't know that was a thing, so. Well, they well first of all, the original was rated R. It had Jamie Lee Curtis, Adrian Barbo, and this newer one <gasps> yeah, had, had, had uh, it was PG-13, Tom so it just didn't. Mm-hmm. I will watch it, that. Um, and great score by Carpenter. So <laughs> I was like, you're not going to. All right, in 2009, I didn't see this, and I didn't even know it was a Stephen King story. It's called Dolan's Cadillac. Uh, This one starred Christian Slater and Wes Bentley, Uh, and it's about a man that attempts to avenge his wife's death after she's murdered by a Las Vegas mobster. Does not scream Stephen King, but apparently it was. So Dolan's Cadillac. I remember when it came out on video because we had like we had like a thousand like, copies of it. That sounds like another killer car. <laughs> we had a thousand copies <laughs> of it at oh Blockbuster. Oh my god, Dolan's Cadillac is at it again. I'm sure if you asked Josh, he'd remember it seeing it at Blockbuster because we had a thousand <laughs> copies of it that nobody rented. Uh, in 2011, we got the miniseries Bag of Bones, which was two hours and 43 minutes. Oh, that one had book. Pierce Brosnan, Melissa George, and J- Jason Priestley. I guess after his wife's sudden death, a writer returns to his cabin and receives paranormal visitations. So, yeah. I remember when it came so, out. I yeah. just I haven't seen it. <laughs> I, I remember when it came out. I just yeah, haven't seen I've it. I've never seen this either. I'm, I right. know the book, but I don't, I don't know this. Blasting through these. Another TV show in 2013 that only lasted two years, and that's Under the Dome. Um, I did watch. I remember this. hearing about that. Yeah, one. that I, was what what CBS, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, like and it's, it one was on Prime was... for a long time. I don't know if it's still on Prime, but it was. I remember um, the Simpsons making fun of it in their movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and but, it does sound like a pretty terrifying thing to like wake up in your town and like big dome. Yeah, it's town. actually a pretty. It was a pretty good show. Interesting. Yeah, I like, don't remember how. I don't know if I ever finished it. I don't know how it ends. I feel like it was one mm. of those shows that didn't. They punctured a hole. Yeah, they punctured a hole in the dome. And just no. Kept kept digging it. No, they no, like. I'm just making that up. No, no they, <laughs> they popped they, like, it. Figure a way to like pop out or yeah. something to like some other. Maybe town they dug under like Simpsons did. But no, it wasn't like. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but. I do remember that show. Mm. Yeah, I did watch it. I swear it was a CBS mm-hmm. show. Sounds Not familiar names, but Mike Vogel, who's in Grind. We get Dean Norris. It could have Brit- been CBS. I think it Brit was Rogers. on like a, na- a <laughs> local network. An actress, Marge. It wasn't a cable show. Marge Hellenberger, who was also in the Tommy Knockers as well, is, is in Under the Dome. Mommy's Knockers. Mommy's Knockers. <laughs> Alan said it first. Tommy's Mommy's Knockers. I wasn't trying to. <laughs> Your mind immediately went there, so yeah, you were. Your daddy was like, Mom. <laughs> he said it all weirdly too. <laughs> it was weird. It's like, Listen. That was kind of weird. <laughs> I'm gonna text my mom. Do not listen to this latest episode. They made me sound real weird. I don't like uh, <laughs> Alright, we got a, we got three in 2014. The first one, I've heard of it, but I didn't see it, and it's uh called Mercy. In 2014, it's adapted from the short story called Grandma, which actually was originally adapted into a Twilight Zone episode in 86. This one's about a single mom and her two sons that help take care of their grandma with mystical powers. We get Francis O'Connor, Chandler Riggs from Walking Dead, and Mark Duplass as well. So pretty interesting cast. Hmm. I remember seeing the cover for it was straight yeah, to video. Yeah, sounds very familiar. But... If you look up the cover of it, be like, I've yeah. seen that before. Okay. But it looked interesting. And also in 2014, you said you watched this, A Good Marriage. I did. Joan Allen, Anthony LaPaglia, and Stephen Lang are in this. 
I didn't watch it. Any good? What can you tell me about it? Was it was actually pretty good. I wasn't mad that I watched I think it was on um, Tubi. Bruce I had ad, in it? it had ad, ads in it. Or maybe it was on Prime. Oh, with okay. Ads. That's, he's in some kind of marriage movie. Story yeah. of Us. The husband, oh, if you see his face, you'll be like, Pfeiffer. oh, he was in, he's been in multiple things. Oh, okay. oh Anthony uh, LaPaglia. Empire yeah. Records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the guy that owned the uh, music store. So I Married an Axe Murder. He's in that. It's yeah, the, it had, Mike it, Myers' it, best friend it, it that's kinda, a cop. It dodged some cliches in the movie, which I liked. Uh, but it was one of the longest hour and 41 minute movies <laughs> I've ever seen. Did it Honestly. feel like a Stephen King story? Yes. Okay. But it was a okay. good watch. Yeah. And that was with ads, which wasn't bad. What was it on? I think it was a Prime, but it had ads. It was like free with ads. Like an IMDb thing. It was like free with ads. Uh, okay. like mm. yeah. It was like probably on Doobie as well. Yeah. Usually those free ones. I don't know. I searched Stephen King. They dodged some cliches. They might not categorize it as. I know, which is ridiculous. Like, you should search for him and be able to see Because they might even categorize it as Stephen King being in it, and sometimes he doesn't do cameos in some of them. I did that thing, you know, where I searched for Nicolas Cage on the Roku, and it came with all his movies. I did that with Stephen King. And like barely anything was it's on rare. there, Maybe and I was like, Roku. "Yeah, so that could be it too." He, I don't he endorses know. Prime and food, yeah. so. <laughs> so I was just so I just gave up and I didn't really watch anything. Yeah. It was cool, though. It was a good watch. Now, here's yeah. another one that I openly made fun of forever. I didn't see it, and I didn't want to see it, but Alan watched it, but you know what? I'm going to watch it, because I never read the books, and I really don't intend on reading the books, and that is The Dark Tower. <laughs> Uh, I heard this movie theaters. was terrible, oh, so I, I never too. watched it. Sam said it was terrible. My brother loves these books. Loves I got a guy at work them. that loves these books, and he hated the movie. And I'm pretty sure he hated the movie, too. Usually he that happens. It. If you yeah. love the book, you're not going to really like the movie yeah. for the we most part. So that's a it. typical thing. It's on Voodoo, but so do I. I've never watched it because I've never read the series. But we either. can hear Alan's uh, uh, review on it because he hasn't read the books. It's going to be a long mandolin review. But he is going to do voices, so I'm excited for that. Watch. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> it was a good watch. It's got Matthew oh, McConaughey. About, I know nothing about the Matthew books. McConaughey, yeah. he's uh, all right in black. Like, okay. Idris Elba and McConaughey, they did a good job. I've never seen McConaughey be a villain, really. So it was interesting to see him in that aspect. With jet black they hair. They had some dope um, CGI effects and okay. scenery in the movies. It was just a really good watch. Like, I... I Finished it. I, I guess was if like, you oh, don't shit, think like of it, as forty-five. It didn't book. feel like that. Have like, you read the books? No, I didn't See, know anything about it. I so just knew maybe it was a movie. It's different for yeah. people who haven't read the books. That's why I'm like, gonna give it. Yeah. Books, I'm gonna give it. it. I'm gonna yeah. give it the chance. If, if you're like me and you just like, I like Idris Elba. I like my kind of. Yeah, movie. it was a good watch. It's one I wanted to try. Yeah, you can just stop watching if you don't like it. Right. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. Like. Effects. I'm not judging you, buddy. See me? I know, but the reason I watched it, you want to know? Because this guy I refused to fucking watch it. He was like, I'm not going to hey. watch it. You know what? No. That's why I watched Outcast, because he couldn't make it 20 minutes. Really? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Really? And you know what? That's the one I, you're going with? Yeah. Okay. And you know what? If you were that... I had a good time that, watching Outcast, all right? I See? If you were that committed, we, you would have watched Left Behind we, if you were that committed. I couldn't find a copy yeah, and I didn't want to buy but it. But you knew that I had a guy. You know. But you already did it. You already watched it. The Dark so. Tower. Just watch. Oh, it's Lordy. a good I wanted to watch it. But see, I'm that person... And they had good action scenes into it, so... That likes to watch the movies before I read the books. Right. I feel like... Some... Depends. Mm Mm-hmm. I just feel like if... You might might enjoy it better. Yeah, you might enjoy it better. I will say this, though. 
this movie did not feel like a Stephen King book or anything. Yeah. Which again, it was maybe, like that's why, maybe that's like, why. Maybe that's why people didn't like it. Yeah. It was probably really different. Yeah. 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 Know, it was like, six books you know, in the series. I enjoyed it. And I texted Matt. I was like, that shit was dope. Well, yeah. but you sometimes, like and sometimes the whole yeah. watch it, read the yeah. book first, then watch the movie can sometimes, at least for me, have a different reaction where I can yeah. separate them as different things and enjoy them. Mm-hmm. I read Ready Player One, Same. and then I saw the movie, and, and I, I loved thought, both, even Same. though they were different. Yeah. So I remember us talking about that because Jurassic you know, Park is another one. Oh, see, I never read the, that book. Uh, so violent, not for <laughs> oh, kids. Oh, see. Now I want to watch it. That's them. that's I do like the <laughs> okay. book, but I like the movie too. I do also do. Do that Excuse a lot, you. <laughs> yeah. No, it was just a good <laughs> action watch. Honestly, I feel like because yeah. you, we both like the uh, Spirit of Vengeance Ghost Rider, right? Yeah, Idris Elba. Same kind of character, oh, okay. but I enjoyed it. Yeah, it? I'd watch it. It's just just something I just honestly just forgot just about. Watch. <laughs> yeah. I've never read the Almost done here. We're uh, in 2016 and it is Cell. Now, I have read this book. We we get the reunite. Somebody liked that movie. We get the reunion of Sam Jackson and John Cusack from 1408 starring in this one. I read the book. The book was uh, pretty good. Um, It was one of the newer Stephen King books I actually read and read it all the way through. And at the time, they were talking about making a movie back then. It was supposed to be Eli Roth that was going to direct it. Uh, you know, they did Cabin Fever and Hostel. And instead, he went on, he turned it down and went to do Green Inferno instead. But, uh. Ooh, that movie's fucked up. Twas. It twas. I had to use that word. That's how. Twas, twas a lot of cannibalism. <laughs> yes. Uh, I didn't really care for Cell. I liked 1408 better as far as with them okay. two together. Yeah. But, Alan? I enjoyed it. Okay. Jesse? I enjoyed it for what it was. Man. Not impressed. No. <laughs> but then again, it was, I don't it know was anything weird. about the book. It took right. a, I just went into it. it's a little like, different. The book I'm is way it. more horror. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought it was okay. I mean, I watched it because I was like, oh, it's, it's, it's Stephen King. I like it's not the J-Lo uh, one. Uh, Jackson's chemistry in it. <laughs> that like, movie's weird, too. I did. Yeah. But They're good together. I'd like to see them do movies. Because when I started, it, I was like, if I don't like it, I'll just stop watching it. Sam Jackson yeah. should have been in Arsenal with everyone <laughs> All Did right. you watch Arsenal finally? No, no, oh. no, no. We're never. Gonna uh, watch it. It, we're still in 2016. <laughs> I like this one. This is a mini series. It's eight hours, eight episodes, 11, 22, 63, which stars James Franco, Chris Cooper, and Josh Dumont. Sorry, Timothy Olympic. That's what it is. Uh, I think I've ever seen this. This was really good, and it's weird because it's uh, James Franco being serious, which is not always the best. He's not um, my favorite. Right. And he does a really good job in this, and he... I like his brother Dave better. He finds... He gets the ability to time travel back to... He's also not that great. If everybody knows their history, what the date (laughs) 11-22-63 is. JFK's assassination? That's it. Oh, okay. He gets the ability to time travel back to that date, and he tries to... I don't do history. He he tries (laughs) every time. It's like a butterfly effect. Mm -hmm. He tries to save JFK's life every time and find more about it by time traveling and then he starts using it for personal gain with his own family and stuff and things just don't go right so it's a good move it's a great story that's like butterfly effect oh okay so that was good i recommend that (laughs) sounds interesting actually i'd I'd watch that in 2017 we get gerald's game directed by mike flanagan who gave us dr sleep um sam and i watched this movie carla gugino i love her 
Oh, I love her. I'll watch her in anything. Same, but I don't think I'll watch this one, though. I didn't get a chance. She was in a show that got canceled. Um, I'm not surprised. Was it on Netflix? No. Oh, now I'm surprised. I can't remember if it was HBO or Showtime or Stars. Um, The the Roadie? Probably all of them. Uh, Something about a band. I think it was like The Roadies or something like that. That sounds like like a band. One season. Show. No, yeah. I, like I like her a her lot too. Son-in-law, love yes. like son son-in-law, and she's great. Sin City and she and still Dan looks Reyes. great. Say what you want. I like <laughs> her in it. I do like her. I've been wanting to watch Son-in-law. Thanksgiving. That's my movie this movie. year. I don't even have to wait for Thanksgiving. Right? Yeah, no. I'll I, just pop that DVD. I in. love that movie so much. I have. I used to have the VHS, but. We're still in 2017. This was a this was a TV show that lasted two years and actually got up to 30 episodes, and that's Mr. Mercedes. And this one starred uh, Brendan Gleeson, Holland Taylor, and Jack Houston. It is the story about a killer who drives a stolen Mercedes and the recently retired detective who tries to bring him down. So it's based on the novels, Mr. Mercedes, Finders, Keepers, and End of Watch. So it's like a bunch of those mixed in to make this show. I remember hearing about it. Didn't get a chance to see it. No, never heard of it, so. Uh, still in 2017, this one's on Netflix with Thomas Jane and Molly Parker. 1922. Good movie. Gerald's f- Game was on Netflix yep. for a long time. I don't know if it still mm-hmm. is, but. This one's about a farmer who hatches a plan with his son to kill his wife for financial gain. But it comes with unintended here. consequences. 1922 was a good movie. Thomas I Jane? heard it was Thomas, good. Yeah, that's my, a Thomas I, Jane movie. Yeah, I think us, my us brother watched it. Not and he Thomas liked Jane it. movie, but this one is a yeah. good one. My brother is a big Stephen King fan. Mm-hmm. Like he loves. Then him. he will love He's this episode. Read a lot yeah. of his books. <laughs> Tell him to listen to this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he said he was going to start listening. Good, so. good. This will be the fir- this perfect first, we will first see. one. That see if he see if he understands where the sponsor comes from. He recommended a podcast that I started listening to. So great. So hopefully he listens to us. And Brother, if you're listening, wow. thank you. It's a podcast. It's a It's true crime, okay? It's not movie All right. related. That makes sense. Uh, in 2019, we got this one also on Netflix, Mr. which Ball. is when I said in the beginning that uh, King and his son, Joe Hill, have uh, co-wrote this, this book together, and that was In the Tall Grass. Tobin's Daddy. Tobin's Daddy. Patrick Wilson. Uh... I'm no matter daddy. what happens in that movie, I will always just remember that. Well, we said and, that how many times during Moonfall? And now it's embedded in my brain <laughs> with his trucker mustache as he's yeah. saying it. Oh, uh, this is directed by Vincenzo yes. Natali, which I do like. He directed Cube, which is a great movie. I think this movie was terrible. And Splice. I think it was entertaining for what it was. In the it was, yeah. In the tall ah. grass, yeah. I thought it was pretty yeah. good for the Netflix production. The acting yeah. was fine. Yeah. I thought the story was pretty I creepy. Was like, you know, cornfields yeah. are creepy. I don't like tall grass either. Exactly. I don't I want to be in the tall grass. I would not want to be stuck in there. It's the same category as corn. Because it just goes forever. Corn is kind of tall grass. You don't know how big that land is. Plus, you don't know what direction, unless you don't have a compass, unless it doesn't work, but you you can be just going in circles. And and then you go that way, and then it's not that way. No. Uh-uh. And then you could try to just like push yeah, everything down and make a path, and then you come back around and like you, it's like you did nothing. Circle. Yeah, that creeps yeah. me out. That freaks you me out. You made your so own crop circle good, doing that. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. Me and my other friends, we watched this around like Halloween. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. When it came out, I think it was We were just in the moment, it, in the it season. Had some, it was like, yeah. some dumb moments, but right, I, I did fine. enjoy it. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> like the 
Um, so the last two on this list I didn't see. I do know of them, and I do kind of want to check them out. Um, this one, it was in 2020. It lasted 10 episodes. That's The Outsider. This has Ben Mendelsohn, Mayor Winningham, and Patty Considine. This is about insidious supernatural forces that edge their way into a murder investigation of a young boy. Oh. Um, sounds, not sure what channel it was on, but I do remember. Actually. I remember looking at the cover. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it sounds very, very familiar, but I don't. I've never watched it. And the last one came out just last year in 2021, called Lisey's Story. Uh, last, it was a miniseries oh, that was six that. hours and 41 <laughs> minutes. This one has Julianne Moore, Clive Owen, Dane DeHaan, Joan Allen, and Sung Kang from uh, the Fast and the Furious movies. This was a uh, miniseries? Yep. A widow becomes the object of a dangerous stalker who is obsessed with her husband's work. All right. mm. She's a widower as well. So just it's, his uh, work, not him. Le- yeah. He, he likes what? that work. It's like, what Working you doing? Lisey's story. What doing? I had to look it up how to pronounce it, because it's spelled L-I-S-E-Y. And I'm like, Lisey? Lisey? It's Lisey. I don't know. So Lisey's story is what it's called. And that's the stalker? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Yeah. I'd watch it. And with that, that completes the Stephen King adaptation list. Oh, wow. Went through everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In under two hours, I'm very proud of you. Hey. So, Stephen <laughs> Edwin King, also known as Richard Stephen Bachman. Stephen uh, Yeah. I, like, there's some good ones on here. There's some dumb ones. But, um, you know, like I said, Stand By Me and uh, Shawshank and probably the more serious ones that aren't really horror are my favorites. Misery. I mean, suspense. Yeah. I do love Pet Cemetery because I grew up with it. Right. And, uh... And, uh, the Shining. The Shining, yeah. And, but Silver Bullet is probably my favorite. That's like true yeah, horror. Yeah, I do love that um, movie. Christine. So, yeah. and then there's some on here I haven't seen that I do want to see, and then there's some on here that I haven't seen that I kind of don't want to, don't really yeah. care to see. <laughs> I can skip Dolan's Cadillac. Sorry, I do like Christian Slater, but sorry, man. Oh, that see, sounds I'm... bad. <laughs> he's alright. Yeah, he's alright. <laughs> Any final thoughts, Alan? Do you have fun getting can, through all these? Can movies? I give a shout out to a friend? Sure, because she no. was shout so out. excited that we did a Stephen King episode, <laughs> and so she, she listens. She does and listen. She does listen. Okay. She listens. Yes, absolutely. I can get her a so, pen if a she wants text. a pen. I'm just going to read through. I have it. a car decal. <laughs> I'll get her one. <laughs> As long as she uses it, that's what She will. Okay. She was super excited we did this episode. <laughs> so she is a huge Stephen King book reader. Like mm-hmm. She loves oh, okay. the books. Yep. Sometimes she doesn't like the films. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'll shout you out. So she said, The Shining is a classic for me. The portrayal of Jack descending into madness is so good. It's a perfect setup for Danny, too, with The Shining to bring about my favorite story of Stephen King's of all time, which is Dr. Sleep. It's a completely different story to The Shining, and it almost makes The Shining feel like a prequel to that story. Even though they really could just stand on their own as their own stories, Dr. Sleep is the best one I've seen of his, though. The whole idea of a cult basically going around and sucking what they call mist or something like that. It's just what Danny calls The Shining. (laughs) It's so (laughs) fucked up, but it's still so real, even though you're dealing with a fictional idea like it's just a serial killer cult but with magic it's so good mm-hmm. um finishing up i know time limit <laughs> oh no you're fine <laughs> she was just thinking my list was going to take longer yeah, yeah she was excited um you already know how i feel about the it remakes the original is good too but there's just something about the remakes i really enjoyed the look between them as adults and them as children 
They casted all the adults perfectly. It was almost eerie and made you really feel like you're watching the same kids dealing with the clown years mm-hmm. later. Oh, yeah. Bill Hader's performance will forever so be great. my favorite. He is the comic relief for sure, but the scene where he loses Eddie, fuck, that was some good acting. <laughs> Pet Cemetery. The guy plays Eddie was great. Yeah, that was the bromance I was talking about. She said, Pet Cemetery, you know, I didn't hate the remake of it. It was good up until the ending for me. I didn't like that the entire family ends up as reanimated evil. This is just because I read the book, and that's not how the book ends. Plus, in the book and the original, it's the son who gets hit by the truck and buried. It's true. Uh, there, but in the remake, they did the daughter instead. She said, I get it, sort of, because the daughter is older, so it's easier to make her creepy and evil than the smaller true. child still. I'm a fan of sticking to the original story, and this most recent one didn't. Now, one of my favorite Stephen King books I've read is The Outsider. I'm actually going to start the TV show today, so I'll have to let you know how that is. It's on HBO Max. And she did text me about it. (laughs) She said, friend, the TV show The Outsider was super good. Just finished it today. She said it's on HBO Max. It's based on the book, and it's called The Outsider. Give it a watch. So shout out I to you, do. Kennedy. Yeah. Shout out to you, Kennedy. Thank you. Yeah, that, that, awesome. that was pretty good. Huge Stephen King fan. <laughs> I, gonna, I thought I'm I was going to mention some I'm, of the stuff she talked about. I'm going to so. chime in uh, with the Pet Cemetery. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually kind of liked that they changed it with the ending, how they all became because they're together again. Yeah. I like that. And uh, I didn't mind the change with the daughter. So, and you almost thought that it was going to be the boy because he kind of looked like the old. Gage yeah. actor a little bit. So you're like, I see this coming. I know what you're doing. You're playing with your toy trucks. We know this is a, oh, the daughter. <laughs> so I, I didn't. So I wasn't crazy. Like, oh my god, they changed it. It's not the same. It's gonna suck. I actually well, I don't kind think of, she was crazy about it. No, either. I don't. And I'm not saying that either. But I'm <laughs> saying there are a lot of people that really were like, yeah. they changed too much. It's not the same. This is crap. But if it was exactly the same, then people would be like. Oh, and they why'd they remake it? Like it's yeah. If you're gonna remake something, might as well try to do something. Right, like that. yeah. But with her, her big thing is like she's read the books first. Oh, like for she's like sure. yeah. no, no, I get novel it. Reader. I get it. So she's read all the novels. And she she's has like, that. Mm, and she's seen the movies and like no. the it remakes. Like we so I take saw a she didn't like Dark Tower. I could ask her. It's like, her we did not discuss that. <laughs> I could ask her. But we didn't mention the cat in Pet Cemetery. So the yeah. cat in the new one. Is like the Annabelle doll. It's, that was you cool. know it's creepy just by looking at it. But at least the cat in the, the original one. The original one, I was like, oh yeah. man. It still looked like Church. a regular cat. It was cat. just like so fluffy and adorable. I was like, this cat ain't gonna hurt yeah. nobody, man. Come on, man. And just then it comes back all dirty. And yeah, I was It's like, twitchy yeah. eyes. Let's <laughs> give it a lot, though. You're like, just kidding. Yep, pure evil. So shout out to her, Kennedy. Shut her out. Well, thank you, Kennedy. Stephen King had a lot of movies, like we said. Stephen King was like, yeah. All all the listeners out there, I'm pretty sure some of you would be like, yep, I know all those Stephen King adaptations, all 67 of them or 62 or whatever. And then there's some that would be like, damn, I didn't know half of these were Stephen King movies. I didn't know a lot of them either. So, and we went through them all. I tried. I, I, I tracked, checked so many different search engines to like make sure I had the full list. So if I missed any, then I have failed. And I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sure Kenny will text me like, you know, he missed He few. totally yeah. forgot. Yeah. There was a novel in 1993 that yeah. he did not mention. <laughs> so, fellow listeners, that ends another great episode of Cineversal Nerds uh, with me, Brian. I'm Jesse. Jesse and mm-hmm. Alan, welcome back. 
Uh, join us next time for sports movies. Jesse's favorite. Yay, um, sports ball! You know, <laughs> for playing on that sports team in that city. Yes, kick that Ooh, ball! Rah, rah. Goals in Yay, the helmet. Yay, right. <laughs> shoot, shoot that ball in the goal. Gatorade on the mound. <laughs> Cleats in the and of course we'll give a shout out to the water boys as well yeah. <laughs> they deserve love they do hard work they do hard work yes they do you ever um, seen those uh, tennis ball recruiter boys that like get the loose balls on a tennis court like in live action yeah. dude they are be sonic speed so yeah. quick <laughs> I'm like damn and this one had to be like 12 years well, old what about like, the oh, ones shit. that get the, the golf balls you know that Jesus. go out of bounds and stuff <laughs> The caddies. Oh, oh, the caddies. Compensating them little, little kids. Yeah. <laughs> they out there too in that 100 degree heat. So that was fun. Hope we uh, dive into some more horror stuff soon and not have to wait for I'm Halloween. I'm always down for that. I want to do another franchise episode. There are franchises that we, we haven't have talked about. rom-coms coming up soon. Alan Tudyk. Alan Jim Carrey. Yeah. That one I don't have to prepare for. So... I do have to prepare for Alan Tudyk. Me too. But not Jim Carrey. I mean, I've seen a lot of his stuff, but... I his name, and I was like, oh, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of stuff you didn't he know he did. He's got a big voice. Yeah. yeah. I gotta watch a the whole thing. A lot of voice. So we were thinking of other... clips. Like we, were, we were thinking of you other... You do whatever you feel is necessary. <laughs> we were thinking of other directors to do an episode like we did with Tim Burton that might have a shorter list. I was thinking John Carpenter. He suggested Tarantino, because he doesn't have that many movies. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think, I'm sure we've Even talked Sam about Raimi. a lot of Tarantino. We could do a Sam but... Raimi episode in honor of Doctor Strange, plus he's a Michigander that went to MSU. So, okay. And he's got a pretty short list, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> What's he done since he went to MSU? Nothing. Like now, if he went to Michigan... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nothing except for, like, the Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah, it'll drag me to hell. The state of Michigan. The college. He ain't done nothing. Just like Magic Johnson. He's, you know, he ain't Mm-hmm. All right. Well, all <laughs> listeners, hope you enjoyed the episode, and see you at the movies. Leave a review. Bye. Bye.